This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Just dial in via the toll-free number and take control of these very airwaves, 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. And joining you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. And Albert. And Mark. And we uh, invite you to our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there completely free. So do head over there and enjoy those on us. The main feature of the site actually allows you, the listener, to control the content of the website. All the items that you see in the main page or on the, the main column of the main page all were added by listeners like you and then voted up by listeners like you. You could go and add whatever you want to the site. Maybe you see a cool YouTube video you want to share with our listeners or a news article or a blog post. You just uh, submit it as show prep and then other listeners vote as to whether they like or dislike them and the most like to make it to the front page and the top of the website. And Sometimes we'll talk about them. Uh, certainly them being on the top of the site means we're more likely to see them and put them on the air. So get over there and get interactive at freetalklive.com. Now, Mark, last night we were so busy talking about the TSA and uh, our co-host Meg and what happened to her this week that uh, we never got around to talking about the holiday that uh, yesterday was. Yeah, that's apparently. right. It was uh, it was Veterans Day. and um, you know, We've got one in the studio with us now. That's right. You have a, an ex, a former submariner. He d- he's not a real veteran. No? No. Uh, Do you have one, to actually be in a war to be a veteran? No, no. He, he, he was kicked out of the military. Not uh, He didn't leave of his own accord. And also... He doesn't love America, so he's not a real veteran. <laughs> I mean, that's what it takes, Wait, right? You don't love America. I I love uh, Americans. <laughs> so uh, the 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 idea on Veterans Day. I got Day, an honorable. You got an honorable discharge. Yes, I did. That's pretty awesome. I actually, I'm entitled okay, to right? I'm entitled to full veteran benefits. Actually, yeah. well, you just don't take any of them. Well, not. I mean. Um, I, I haven't actually partaken of any. Uh, well, no, I'm sorry. I did get a free Georgia driver's license. Well, wait a minute. For if being he's a veteran. T- but I mean, I you know that just they just like it just happened. I I I can't recall if I had to do anything especially to request that. Yeah, you just he, got it. Whatever. If he's entitled to the uh, the veterans benefits, then doesn't that make him a veteran? Or what is the definition of a veteran? I'm not being uh, serious, <laughs> Ian. Oh, I thought you were being serious. I thought no. that you, you had to, like... He sounded angry, didn't he? <laughs> How dare you call Dale a veteran? No, no. I was da- surprised. Dale's a, Dale's a legit veteran in my mind. However, he's going to be dismissed in the minds of people who love their veterans because uh. they fought to make us free. Dale didn't fight to make us free. He's he? queer, and he doesn't like America <laughs> I, I didn't even. I didn't even get any. You know, like, if, if, if you're going to get kicked out for being gay, you should at least have been caught getting some in the... I mean, in the locker he was room in the Navy, or something for god's and, sake and i didn't even get any it was That's just like shame. it was just the, the 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 nature of being gay and nothing else not not any mm. particular action you know it was just you know the the aura of homosexuality emanating from my body that was all dirty sodomite <laughs> um so you know that anyway you're what, an embarrassment what, to the gay community Dale. you were in the like, navy and you didn't get any i know there's, there's supposedly there's this huge underground like like community that I never really quite hooked up with. And I, I was, I was, like, was the gaydar going off at all while you were in there? Yeah. Oh yeah. Just too shy to do anything. About I actually kind of almost like dated a little bit. Um, Sca- were you scared? Going? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It, it's sense. a big deal. I mean, it was like it was it wasn't it was like the whole the whole fear of being kicked out because you know you you hear all these horror stories about how hard it is to get a job if you have a, a less than honorable discharge yes. from the military i have heard the same you know and even when i got an honorable i was incredibly relieved i was i was waiting um, i was waiting to hear back from some paperwork that got sent in i decided not to go and and go to a show and show up at the hearing myself i i just sent in some some statements and things 
And so I was just waiting to hear back, and when it finally did come back, and it was and and it, and it was honorable, I was incredibly relieved. But that didn't; it wasn't really completely a relief because I still had the stigma of being kicked out for that reason, and it was printed on all my paperwork. I had to go, and anywhere you go for a job after that, uh, they want to see that; they want to mm. see your discharge papers. So I'm like, oh, okay, here they come, and mm. I'm like, hmm. So no. why did how, <laughs> try not to make a big deal out of it? But if you didn't do anything about um, in order to to get kicked out, there wasn't some kind of uh, BJ in a, in a locker room someplace <laughs> or something like that. Oh, if only if if that didn't occur, then in the how were they the able submarine. to prove your gayness? Did you just say yes, I'm gay? Uh, I mean, that's what you had yes. to have done, right? That's exactly what happened. Ultimately, I mean, I was advised actually that that if I if I tried to skirt around it, you know, they kind of approached me about you know some kind of issue that they knew was going on and and they kind of approached me about it and uh the exact phrasing was uh it was the the, the what they call the doctor of the boat he's not a doctor he's just like a med mm-hmm. uh um, what do you call him anyway EMT. yeah like a, essentially like that you know you don't really get a full doctor on a submarine because they're not there's not enough people on it so <laughs> mm. uh he takes me into his office and he says dale if there's something if you're if you're if, if you're something's uh troubling you if you're having some kind of problem you need to tell us and the way he said it was like he knew, like, you need to tell us so that we can help you with it, especially if it's something that's going to get you off the boat or out of the Navy. And, was, <laughs> and, I, and you know, at that point, my, you know, my heart just like, uh, <laughs> it was uh, so, clenched up. I was just like, what? <laughs> was this the period of Don't Ask, Don't Tell? It was right before. Oh, it was, it was right before. before. So that, I, that's why they asked. Yeah, they, yeah, they flat out hmm. asked. Yeah. yeah. And they could at that wow. time. And you flat so out they told. didn't say, you know, they didn't say, are you gay? But they said that we know something's up. Tell us, hmm. and yeah. uh, and then uh, and then so I went and actually said I didn't want to answer anything right then. But I kind of I kind of showed my hand a little like yeah something's up. But I don't want to tell you about it, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, and I asked to see like the the chap the chaplain uh, on the base chaplain who I had, I had been going to about some issues at the time. I had a number of concerns and and so that's what I think made them suspicious. And and the, basically the advice I got was yeah they're gonna hound you and be following you around and be suspicious of you and make your life miserable until you tell them something. And 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 it was sort of then just like well okay I guess I'm gonna tell them. And I did. Great and way to get out of the military, as far as I'm concerned. I, mean, I wanted out. I have yeah. to be honest. I wanted out. Um, you know, uh, a lot of guys did. Uh, you know, it was uh, there were guys that said, "Dale, can you tell me what you did?" To get, <laughs> some people, it wasn't. Uh, I, 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 the word got out. I believe. I think mm-hmm. people knew what it was. But, but um, I had guys coming to me and saying, "You know, tell me how you getting out, Dale?" Because they wanted out. I've seen guys. Uh, you know, I interviewed a guy who managed to get out basically on a, a conscientious objector status, just in a series of uh, you know a few months. So it's it's hmm. quite possible. So the uh, Veterans Day, of course, was yesterday, yeah. and as usual in the media, there's the usual uh, just kind of sentimentality toward it, uh, worship, if you will, not just sentimentality, but just blind worship of the people that uh, that are in the military. Thanks for keeping us free, boys. Yeah. I was trying to imagine what how what I was doing is keeping people free. I, I I was in a submarine. It floated around the ocean. It maintained readiness, you know, and mm-hmm. and I fixed valves and pumps. And 
Well, without you, Red Changed. China would have come over and uh, taken over. <laughs> yep, yep. Turbines. You know, I, I blasted be speaking out water German. heater, water exchangers. It's and- it's pretty clear that a gay guy cannot handle polishing pumps, and I, I you know, I, I, I applaud their decision. <laughs> so the um, the uh, Facebook oh, status Mark. here from a guy on my list is a veteran is someone who at one point in their life wrote a blank check payable to the United States of America as if they don't have veterans in other countries or their veterans just aren't <laughs> worth mentioning <laughs> for an amount up to an including their life hmm. that is wow. beyond honor there um and, and there call are, that beyond stupid also stupid yeah yeah and there are way too many people in this country who no longer remember that fact copy and paste this is your status if you're a veteran know a veteran love a veteran and support the troops now just because you join the military doesn't mean you are stupid it just you know we've all done stupid things well, it means uh, you're young you, yeah. notice well, they don't it, go it, after old older people <laughs> I, I say you made a bad choice yeah, right? whether it makes choice. you stupid or not i don't i you know yeah that's kind of no, there's a very smart people that are in the military well, unfortunately you, he's he's the veteran he called him stupid he can do that i can't <laughs> i never was they're putting no, their smarts toward the they're very smart people in the military unfortunately Unfortunately, they're putting their smarts toward evil, evil ends. You know, they're they're allowing their intelligence to be utilized for the benefit of politicians. Yeah, and Please there's nothing honorable about that. Fighting, yeah. doing the things that old, old old politicians tell you to do. You know, They've, politicians are bad people. You've been told it all your life. You know it. Nobody from says your that experience. they're good folks. You know it from your experience of watching them and and yep. knowing what they do and knowing the lies they tell and the and stealing that they engage in. I'd love harm. somebody to tell me how you can go about supporting the troops because I don't hate the troops. I don't dislike the troops. I I I, I just don't I like them. the things that they do. And to me, it's like so saying support the troops. Is is like, um, you know, if you want to support rape victim- victims, you have to support rape. Well, I don't. And I think rape victims are good folks, and I'd like to see them helped. But the troops, as far as I'm concerned, are just people, you know, victims. They're victims of, of the, uh, the, you know, the, the, the lies. More coming up here, 800-259-9231. Your thoughts are welcome. So, you want to move to New Hampshire for liberty? nhmove.info has articles, links, and activism alerts to help you decide exactly where and how to make your move. Even job listings. Browse the inventory of Liberty blogs, sites, and media, or promote your own efforts, all free, at nhmove.info. If you're moving to New Hampshire, you better go now and bookmark nhmove.info. Free Talk Live, you can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231 tonight. It's Ian with you. And Delbert. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features. You will find there completely free. There's a lot of stuff. And you can get signed up for our news updates. It'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live, go to news.freetalklive.com to get on the various different delivery methods we have there, including email, Twitter, and Facebook. Head over to news.freetalklive.com. And Free Talk Live is brought to you by the Free State Project, which, by the way, has been getting a lot of free publicity today. In fact, I would say 
probably you know thousands of dollars worth of free publicity with uh, Meg McLean making the rounds on national radio, also a local radio, uh, making appearances on uh, Doug Doug Steffen's Good Day today, which is I think has over four hundred radio affiliates. A very wow, popular, really? I believe so. Yeah, I actually I had a There's chance. There's nothing to... in in the area of morning uh, radio, really. Really, there's not. I mean, there's the there's the old crusty uh, Don Imus. He's got like ten affiliates. Yeah. Uh, then there's you big know, ones though. Stern was was decently sized when he was on radio. Yeah, but he's he wasn't what you would put on your news talk station. Certainly not. Uh, and then Doug uh, Doug Steffen is, I would say, probably the the most widely distributed morning show uh, in the in the country. And and Meg was on there for about a half an hour today. Um, and she talked about the Free State Project, and Doug Steffen was all about it. He thought it was a great idea. So uh, go to Free State. It's a great idea, as yeah. long, long as you don't have to do what it takes to move, Free right? St- That's what most people say. Yeah, and he wasn't, re- he wasn't ready to move. No, but, I mentioned uh, he wasn't. Freestateproject.org. It's not for everybody. It's for the most dedicated but liberty people out there. I love what Michelle uh, Seven said the other night, which is, if you can be talked out of it, maybe it's not for you. Yeah. You know? I mean, it, it just the people that are dedicated to the ideas of liberty. Absolutely. So free state. I'm all for talking people out of it, you know, because I'm a quality over quantity kind of guy. Yep. Freestateproject.org. Go there, learn more about the movement of liberty minded people all converging to the same place here in New Hampshire. We've all made the move, and you could too, and join up with some of the the most fun, wonderful, kind people uh, out there. Freestateproject.org. As we continue here, of course, we will take your phone calls about whatever you want. We're starting out the discussion here tonight on the military issue, it being the day after Veterans Day. And, of course, there's... And us being bad Throw me a party! There's a... Right, Dale is a... uh, (laughs) Throw me a party! ...is a veteran, and uh, we were kind of talking about his experiences as uh, being a gay man in the military. Hey, what was it I did, Mark? I uh, wrote a blank check to the... Yeah. To the U.S. government, uh, up pa- to pay- and including my life. Payable up to and including your life. You're Write a brave, me a check, people. brave man. Send me a check. Now, <laughs> of course, we know the truth about the military, and that is that but despite all of the, the, the pomp and circumstance surrounding it, there really are nothing more than a crew of killers that politicians send around the world to destroy things and people they don't like. I, I don't see how you could uh, d- define it any other. I mean, so many of them will define it the same way. You know, it's the military's job to to kill people and break things, and that's you know that 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 is the definition. I don't. But it's you, okay. You really can't dispute it in so many people's minds. Not only is that okay, it's but it's government sanctioned. It's honorable, according to them. And I don't understand where the honor is. What what where is the honor? Is it in following the diktats of the politicians to the T's? Well, is that you the have honor? to convince them of something because the pay is crappy and the work really sucks and the hours are really long and you could die and you can't quit. So you have to do some kind of effing with their mind to get people to take the job. So honor, you know, I guess that's as good as whatever. It's just a concept that is that is laid into it and, and repeated often enough to where people believe it. Because what is actually honorable about what is uh, being committed there? I mean, you're you're killing people who, in many cases, haven't harmed anyone else. Most cases, the people that are dying and perishing in uh, Iraq and Afghanistan, they didn't aggress against you or your family members. They didn't come here to hurt anybody. The reason you can say that, Ian, is because they fought for your freedom (laughs) to say it. I'm glad you beat someone else to the punch because that was inevitably going to come up. I mean, when is that call coming? Well, Ian, uh, (laughs) you're able to have that radio show and say and 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 
put down the military because some military person fought for your freedom. Well, what you're pointing out is the uh, is the very best um, argument that's, you know, sort of from an emotional standpoint that's leveled against Free Talk Live. Neither Ian nor I have, uh, you know, signed up for the military. I would have at some point if I had had the I option. I might have too. Mark, you think you can say whatever you want when you haven't, volu- you haven't volunteered for the military? Right. That's that's really what it boils down to. Your opinion doesn't matter, son. So I have an article here from another veteran. And this is, these are the ones I love the most. Because when you take their, 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 the beloved heroes and then their beloved heroes because mostly these people that say this stuff are not the you know combat veterans i'm not talking there's a much larger area of veterans and there's Mm -hmm. this much smaller area of combat veterans and then there's this even smaller area of real combat veterans you know like you may have gone on a patrol shot at a few bad guys whatever it was um but you know when you're talking about this guy um, let me just go, let me read the thing to you, and then you'll get it. This is actually right. from the Progressive Magazine, October 1998. So it's rather rather old, but it's hard to get uh, people from uh, you know that were there in the 82nd Airborne of World War II. Like so many hmm. World War II veterans, I could see them all around me in the uh, theater audience. I was drawn to see Saving Private Ryan. I had volunteered for the Air Force at the age of 20. After Training as a bombardier. I'm sorry. Uh, it was another article that I, I have, and it actually it's for a different time, the guy from the 82nd Airport. So this guy's a bombardier. Um, I was after training as a bombardier. I went over to overseas with my crew to fly some of the last bombing missions of the European war. My pilot was 19. My tail gunner was 18. Every death in Saving Private Ryan reminded me, as it must have reminded many other veterans, of how lucky we were, we who survived. My closest Air Force buddies who went through training with me and then on to other theaters. What a word, theaters. Uh, Joe Perry to Italy, Ed Plotkin to the Pacific. They were killed in the last weeks of the war. You know, and this this reminds me of the, uh, that I, I, you know, I've, you always hear about that last guy who died in, in World War One. You know, the, you know, the World War One was scheduled to end at the 11th hour on the 11th day of the 11th month. Are you aware of this? Yeah. So they scheduled the ending of World War One, and there's some guy out there, and I don't have, I, I didn't have it pulled up or anything like that, but um, the, the this guy essentially dies at 11 o'clock on the 11th day of the 11th month. I mean, he just, you know, last bullet, plack, picks him off, and he's dead. Mm-hmm. What'd he die for? If he died for nothing, and he, and as far as I can tell, he did, then what did all the rest of them die for? You know, those uh, the the last battalion in World War One that went out, grabbed a piece of land, and then they were basically bombed by their own... Uh, died for Woodrow Wilson. <laughs> nothing. I mean, their commanders send them out, come back. You know, they die. Go take that hill, Who soldier. was a liar, by the way, who got into uh, political office? Was, wasn't he reelected on the promise that he would keep the, the country out of war? Yeah. Woodrow Wilson? Yeah. So... It's just, died for a lie, then a liar. Right. Well, it's in all of so many, so much of this stuff. The the guy on the ground really knows that it's all a bunch of BS. It's the soldiers who really want peace. The real combat veterans, those are the guys that want peace. It's all these flag waving myrmidons out there. The myrmidons not even the right word. They're just automatons. Yay, veterans! You know, and they hold up war as though it's this uh, great thing. Some people in the military don't want peace. They want to kill people and get away with it for you know legally, because they that's some. just who they are. More com- Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. 
HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Sign up at hostgator.freetalklive.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Just dial in via the toll-free number, which is 1-800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features you will find for free. So head over there, get interactive, and if you enjoy the program you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can shop with us over at amazon.freetalklive.com. Just enter Amazon through that link, and Free Talk Live gets a portion of the purchase price. It's the same great Amazon with the same huge selection and great prices that you're used to. It's just a different way to get into the site. And when you enter through Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com, they send us a portion of their profits. That's Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. Also, if you have a company, uh, check out SACL CAI. They'll handle all of your accounts receivable issues. Their banner is at FreeTalkLive.com. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page. Jason Osborne, the principal over there, is a big supporter of liberty, and you can trust them. They'll treat your clients with respect at SACL CAI. So we're talking about kind of the typical uh, memes or ideas that are passed around on Veterans Day, which was yesterday, and reflecting on just the misinformation and the propaganda that floats around about the military and is so ingrained in the American culture, If if you want to Pick a culture. You want to say there is a culture overarching uh, the people in this country. Certainly, the military culture is a popular one. Yeah, I, I would. It would be difficult to find a group of people that would say that you're not a, a you know a good American for having been uh, in the military. It's just it, it's a it's a pretty rare thing where somebody goes ew. Yeah, and it's not to say that you are a bad person. No, no, I'm not, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that you know there's there's this you get this immediate kind of uh you know thoughtless agreeance that you are yeah. you have done the right thing and for me when people don't think about things that's a lack of critical thinking and there's going to be a problem there's a problem buried underneath that sometimes people will kind of say those things because they feel like they're expected to say it simply because it is so yes. popular and so sure, widespread sure. that if uh, if they don't say it they'll be ostracized if they don't say thanks for your service uh, that somebody will look look at them askew or think negatively uh, toward them, and it's probably true. Uh, so you know they're thinking those things for good reason. To some extent, that uh, it's that same attitude about people in the military that honestly does it to every other bureaucrat out there. I don't think you'd have the same love for bureaucrats um, as you as you would if it wasn't for the guys in the military. Yeah, how many people, people say thank you to uh, the IRS agents? Yeah, I, I don't think as many. But uh, when you when you look at, at cops, they certainly try to co op that whole um, you know don't, if you love your country, you love us mm-hmm. thing yep. that the military has really got down. Well, and the the, uh, the government schools have indoctrinated people. They've been a major factor in all of this, indoctrinating people with the idea. Of these, essentially, we're talking about these are reflections of nationalism that that people have. It fits a it fits a culture that Americans want people to follow, which is a very authoritarian, incredibly structured culture. Yeah, and so that's why they tell you you go into the military. It builds character. <laughs> what they means is it's going to make you very obedient to follow the rules and you know be a very boring person. It's not very inspired from in, from within. 
and it's just being reactive and um, obeying and yeah, I do, doing I, their job. And the whole idea that it builds discipline in, in yourself, really being told what to do every moment of, uh, of the, you know, every time you have to do something, you're told what to do, that builds discipline? That doesn't make sense. I mean, I suppose the discipline not to punch somebody in the teeth for telling you something stupid or dangerous to do, but um, I mean, mm-hmm. that's about it. Because so, I have seen, I've seen instances where people just get the dumbest orders in the world, and okay, I'll follow that. And they know it's going to break things or hurt people, but they'll just do it. So you're actually uh, sharing something, Mark, from a military veteran who was a bombardier, I believe it was, in World War II. Yeah. Someone who dropped bombs on people, essentially, right? Well, yeah. And you've got to wonder what would happen if he hadn't. Um, I think now in the American military, if you don't do what you're told, you're liable to survive the experience. Lots of militaries throughout history. That shot you. Yeah, that wouldn't have really happened out. That wouldn't have worked out that way for you. So anyway, he says, I watched Private Ryan's extraordinarily photographed battle scenes. I was thoroughly taken in. But when the movie was over, I realized that was exactly what I had been taken, taken in. in. And I disliked the film intensely. I was angry at it because I did not want the suffering of men in war to be used. Yes, exploited in such a way as to revive what should be buried long ago with all those bodies in Arlington Cemetery. The glory of military heroism. He says there is no glory of military heroism. It should be buried and that the, the concept is ludicrous. The greatest war ever made, uh, the greatest war movie ever made, the film critics say about Saving Private Ryan. And I have to agree. It's um, a fine film I mean, from a... <laughs> They are, standpoint. Dis- they are a disappointing lot, the film critics. They're excited, even exultant, about the brilliant cinematography depicting the bloody chaos of the Omaha Beach Landing. But they are pitifully superficial. They fail, with few honorable exceptions, such as uh, Vincent Canby of the New York Times and Donald Murray of the Boston Globe, to ask the most important question. Will this film help persuade the next generation that such scenes must never occur again? I say no. Will they? Will the movie help that? No, it'll actually. It, it'll. Um, you know, it, it instills the honor in these. These boys want to be honorable. They want to be heroes. These guys in the film, yep. they're it's, heroes. It certainly showed the in many. As I recall, and it's been a decade since I've seen the movie, but as I recall, it was known for its graphic uh, visual depictions of you know body parts flying off and people being gruesomely destroyed yeah, it's it's all being mowed down by machine gun fire yeah. as they get off the boats onto the shore and stuff. so from that perspective the the shockingness uh, of the visuals certainly might dissuade some people but you combine that with the nationalism the kind of yeah. ringing nationalism and of course tom uh, tom hanks who's the director of that film is this huge world war ii buff right yeah. he is really into war and this whole honoring the military concept and and so clearly that was also put into the film, and it, that's what gets people to join the military. I yep. think there's this the swelling of the heart. Yeah, t- the tears come to your eyes when you see it. I went during my t- my uh, you know growing up, it was Top Gun. You know, you got to see those planes go by. I mean, that just oh, that really glorified the rattled the theater when you saw that F fifteen go by the the, the 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 tower there, and you could mm-hmm. be a hot shot, rootin' tootin' uh, fighter pilot yourself. You could have yeah. the hot chick, you could blow by and make the captain throw his coffee in down his shirt. You would be hot s because mm. you would be a fighter pilot. <laughs> Sounds like a man in uniform. And then you get in the navy and you're scraping barnacles off the side of the ship. <laughs> <laughs> you know. 
So, uh, but obviously you would, you would, you would, you wouldn't just go into the Navy. You'd be a fighter pilot to do whatever that. I don't even know what it takes. Uh, yeah, but even if you're scraping barnacles, son, there's women still love a man in uniform. I think there's a better chance of winning the lottery than being a fire pi- fighter pilot. It's got to be pretty close to that. Um, you know, it's funny they needed them really bad when I was in the Navy, and I and I. If I had pursued it vigorously, I think I probably could have been a fighter pilot because they had actually lowered the requirements for being a fighter pilot. Hmm. You didn't need a full degree. You only need like a two-year degree and different things. Wow. Yeah, they were really... So, uh, during the World War II, hmm. they were sure throwing them out there. <laughs> hey, anybody could be a fighter pilot. Oh, there was a draft at, during World well, War II. They, right? they were t- they, people who went up in the plane, their their existence was like 67 minutes long. Mm. You know, 67 flight minutes is what you got, basically, Jeez. on average. You know, before you went down in a, a hurtling ball of fire. Mm. Um, anyway, let me go on with uh, what, the, what this gentleman says about his experience with Saving Private Ryan, because I think it's really great. Will it make clear that we must resist war, even if it is accompanied by the seductive speeches of political leaders saying that this latest war, unlike other bad wars we remember, (laughs) will be another good one, like World War II? And that really, truly is it. World War II is the good war. And... You know, that's what they say. Well, that's what that's what they say. It takes, it, but it takes a while to really unravel that. I generally try to to dodge that particular blow rather than to to uh, you know counter it because you know you've got the Pacific theater where we were attacked, and you've got the European theater where they were slaughtering Jews. You know. Honestly, most folks, I don't think, really understood what was happening with the Jews. The vast majority of the planet didn't know what was happening. Oh, it was the all scale. after the fact. I mean, it wasn't, Almost, that wasn't yeah. a reason for getting into it. It was not considered uh, yeah. a reason. Um, Hitler declared war in the United States. As if it matters. I mean, what if Switzerland declared war on the United States right now? Do we have to declare it back? I mean, they're sitting <laughs> way over there in, Euro- in Europe. Why would we have to do that? Ignore them. It's like a chihuahua that's like barking at you really aggressively. <laughs> yeah, you could kick it, I suppose, but then you're just a jerk. Yeah. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You are certainly welcome to give your thoughts on Veterans Day. Maybe you were in the military and you'd like to give your perspective. Or bring up anything. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. And this is Free Talk Live. of America, beware! The nefarious brigands known as Yerkish are now offering a free download of their so-called music at yerkish.com slash FTL. That's Y-E-R-K-I-S-H dot com slash FTL. Be warned. Exposure to this addictive, mind-altering rock and roll has been shown to cause frustration, damnation, even sexual deviance. So fathers, lock up your daughters, mothers, cover your sons' ears, and do whatever it takes to keep them away from yerkish.com slash FTL. This is Free Talk Live. You take control of the airwaves, dial in toll-free, and bring up what you want. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL-CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the various features we have for you there, including listening options, live streams. We've got them. Broadband and dial-up versions. Our webcam is there, plus listen lines that allow you to call in from any phone that can dial long distance. Go to listen freetalklive.com to learn more. If you like Taron Lupo's history pieces on the LCL report, then check out his new historical fiction novel. Pirates of Savannah is an adventure novel about the birth of freedom in the Low Country. At its heart is a tale of prisoners, refugees, and society's cast-offs all joining together to escape from government, ty- government tyranny and discover a path of liberty on the open seas. 
It's a gritty, vivid account of what life was like in the 1700s and is loaded with real, obscure historical events that time's nearly erased and buried. Taryn's doing an experiment in intellectual property and taking a risk by giving away the ebook completely free. You can check out the first few chapters. Actually, it's it's up to like 22 or chapters or something like that. Go check it out. It's, it's piratesofsavannahbook.com. Again, that's piratesofsavannahbook.com. We are talking about the military and the nationalism that feeds people uh, this idea, these ideas, and they're very dangerous ideas, that, that it's somehow okay to, in the name of the country, go around the world and exterminate people. Right, that, that somehow the b- behavior that would otherwise not be okay is okay if it is done under the – well, you wear a silly hat and a uh, you know, uniform. From the government, because it's all about people's hats, right? That's what it's all about. If the government gives you a hat, you can do anything you want. We're talking about how Hollywood actually is a major factor in keeping Americans in this nationalistic mentality, this heart-swelling pride that movies like Saving Private Ryan attempt to, to portray to people. And to get them to feel these things. And they're very successful at it. I mean, Saving Private Ryan was a very good film. Um, From what I hear, it's very hard to do a military picture without the cooperation of the military. Yeah, it is. And if you want their the equipment. cooperation of the military means you're going to be censored. Pretty much. Yeah, you've got to make a script that is acceptable th- to them. I think they, um, you know, when you're talking about, there was one, uh, I, I'm sorry I don't spring, uh, speak uh, French very well, but it's like Jove Noël or something like that about the uh, the the World War One, and I, I'm big into World War One now, it's just I'm consuming everything I can get about it. Um, about World War One, when the uh, the troops on the on the Western Front there just decided that they were going to play soccer and enjoy uh, Christmas mm, together, Christmas, yeah. they had to take these guys and they had to send them to different uh, locations because they just wouldn't fight e- anymore. They just wouldn't shoot each really? other anymore. So um, you know that that's an interesting. Oh, they figure. tried. Wait a minute. They tried to 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 have a celebration with the enemy. Yeah, they did. They put down the, their their. They guns went out into no man's land them. and uh, you know had a church service and sang hymns. They found and, out that they were all human beings and they couldn't fight after that, huh? Yeah, and yeah. The, you know that that stopped that from happening. So but that you didn't need the old World War One tanks to do this. They, you know, it was just a, some some trenches right. and stuff. So it, it's possible. To uh, it is. It's like, oh wait a minute, you're just guys who have been boss been told to come kill some other people too. You're not actually. Bad people. That's right. Exactly right. <laughs> just under orders, just like we are. And the uh, and it is possible, Mark. You can buy, you can rent tanks and things like that from rental houses. But if you want it for free, if you're putting together your movie and you don't have a big budget or, or whatever, you or you just love the military, then they'll give you all their equipment and it won't cost you a dime. And it'll be the taxpayers. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't say it's impossible, and I think it is very difficult. Yeah. Uh, as I understand it, it's very difficult. Right, because you have to, to rent everything that you want to use, and mm. uh, if you if you can get your hands well, on what d- you want, where do you? Which, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Just all I depends on what the prop houses have I mean, available. Yeah. So, um, Mark, let's continue here. This is a uh, World War II veteran commenting on saving Private Ryan. Yeah, so some viewers have uh, asked how can anyone want to go to war after seeing such horror? But knowing the horrors of war has never been an obstacle to a quick buildup of war spirit by patriotic political speeches and and an obsequious press. All that bloodshed, all that pain, all those torn limbs and expo- exposed intestines will not detour, deter brave people from going to war. No, they, it's not like you have to smell the uh, all of that when you're walking in to sign up for the military. You yeah. don't get to smell the rotting carcasses and uh, the gunpowder singeing and the air. And I think it's about the respect you get. You know, that's uh, I think that largely that's what the young young guys do it for. And easy respect, right? It, you know, the testosterone coursing through their veins that makes them crazy. Mm. You know, wanting to do stuff like that. 
Oh, and don't forget the $5,000 signing bonus. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, thanks. They just need to believe that the cause is just. They need to be told that this is the war to win all wars or that we need to stop communism mm. or terrorists. Yeah. Right. He's got the he's got Woodrow Wilson, Kennedy, Johnson, Nixon in parentheses behind it. Or aggression must not go unpunished or international terrorists have declared war on us. Mm. This and, was written in the late 90s. Yeah. In yeah. Saving Private Ryan. There is um, never any doubt that the cause is just, that this is a good war, that there's no need to say that the, the words explicitly, the heart-rending crosses in Arlington National Cemetery get the message across loud and clear. Mm-hmm. And a benign General Marshall, front and back of the movie, quotes Abraham Lincoln's words of solace to a mother who has lost five sons in the Civil War. The audience is left with no choice but to conclude that this one, while Thank it causes God, sorrow to a million mothers, Abraham is a good Lincoln cause. exterminated hundreds of thousands of our brothers. What a hero. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's absolutely, it's just, it's nuts. You know, just crazy um, to, to think that for one, I find it very difficult to imagine that somehow slavery would have survived very many more decades in the South. Um, I'm, I'm not saying that slavery is a good thing. I'm just saying that the North didn't invade any other countries that allowed slavery. He, Abraham yeah. Lincoln didn't in, uh, didn't set free a single slave. No, no. The slaves uh, the slaves owners were allowed to keep their slaves in the North, and um, he set them free in the South when the South was not obeying the North. Right, right. right. <laughs> and like, told okay, them, okay, you're all free, and um, told them if they came back that they could keep their slaves abraham lincoln didn't care about slaves not not a, not even a little well mm-hmm. you know I, he, he gave a lot of lip service he to changed it. It his rhetoric later but he'd when, do whatever uh, he know. took to keep the when he had to turn around and justify everything he, he his rhetoric shifted around to yeah. being all about ending slavery but it didn't cer- certainly didn't start off that way so i always tell people um i always tell people when you were in school you were told to read the gettysburg address and you were graded on that, and you were made sure that you understood that that was all about Lincoln and how he wanted to free the slaves. So I always tell people, they don't tell you to read his first and second inaugural addresses. Yeah, Please never. read those, especially the first one. And then look at the difference between the two. It's, it's, not, it's, it's nothing new. I mean, every president in modern times, you look at how their, how their, how their goals just suddenly shift once they're elected, and then their second term in office, and they seem like a totally different person, and... You know, there's a lot of influences on them, making them do things the way they are. But read the first and second inaugural addresses of, of Abraham Lincoln. And, and that's all i got to tell you to do. Just go read them yourself. Look them up. I'm not going to send you a link or anything. Just go look them up. Read them. It will change your whole perspective on Lincoln. Just that. Getting rid of fascism was a good cause. But does that unquestionably make it a good war? I'd, I'd point out, by the way, that it's not just fascism. It's Nazism. Nazism really wasn't, very good, uh, indi- it wasn't a very good uh, example of fascism. The war corrupted us all, um, did it not? The hated engendered was not confined to Nazis. We put Japanese families in concentration camps. We killed huge numbers of innocent people. The word atrocity fits in our bombings of Dresden, Hamburg, Tokyo, and finally Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Oh, yeah. I was watching a, uh, I think it was the PBS special. I can't remember the uh, the director that they, they they have over there is a big deal, and he really is. And he was a World War II thing, and he was talking about some of the Japanese guys who fought for the United States in the European theater, and how one of them went back to Hawaii, and he was working uh, for the the government there, painting roads or something like that. And one of his coworkers wouldn't work with a Jap, hmm. and you know it just goes to show the kind of hate that's engendered. By the way, Germans didn't get it at all like that before, after, or during. Maybe Harder to a spot little, a German. Yeah, maybe a little bit, but not much. Most Americans kind of Germanish somewhere along the line, you know. I don't know about that, but they're, they're, they're more wide looking. Yeah, they don't have those slanty eyes. Yeah.
So it was a lot easier to hate the Japanese. And the, you know, he really does point out there's a, there's a lot of things that are called atrocities, but we won, so our atrocities don't count. Well, though, it's, it's telling, though, that there's not a, a holiday celebrating Hiroshima and Nagasaki. I think a lot of people acknowledge that that, you know, that was horrifying. Um, but I think a lot of people also see that as necessary and justified. Oh, they'll make some and, people will make excuses you know, for, for it, the no greater doubt. good. The bombing of Hiroshima were just innocent people. Scads of innocent but they wouldn't be so destroyed. brazen as to celebrate it, as to openly have some sort of celebration of it, even if they even if they quietly believe yeah, that to be I the case. They, they well, I've never seen it happen. Right. It's certainly not happening on any sort of societal scale. So, I mean, well, that's I guess a good thing. But uh, the the whole idea of worshiping the troops on these other two days, Memorial Day and Veterans Day, and just any time you come across one of them, they basically uh, have three three military holidays. Yeah, is basically an acknowledgement that it's okay to kill people in, in the name of politicians. And I'm sorry, it's not. When the war ended, we and our allies began preparing for another war, this time with nuclear weapons, which, if used, would have made Hitler's Holocaust look puny. We can argue endlessly over whether there was an alternative in the short run, whether fascism could have been resisted without 50 million dead. But the long-term effect of World War II on our thinking was pernicious and deep. Welcome back with more. Your thoughts. Welcome as well. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. One military veteran from World War II is calling them out, and uh, that is calling the military out. This is Free Talk Live. You take control. Attention, all active duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public, like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. This is Tim Lewis from iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and privileges. On your feet! And get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. varadio.com. This is Free Talk Live. We are kicking off the second hour of the program. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Take control of the airwaves at 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website, freetalklive.com is the place to go. And you'll find a lot of stuff there. It's all brought to you free because uh, I think that's the way a talk show website should be. Those other talk show hosts want to charge you for their sites. Go over to freetalklive.com and I bet you'll find more for free than those other hosts charge you for. 800-259-9231. Yesterday was Veterans Day and we didn't get a chance last night to, due to the TSA to really dig into the topic of Veterans Day. Actually, I don't think we even touched on it. It's just uh, as well because you also did not have 
the experience of a former Submariner That's on the true. show last yeah. night. That is true. You are a veteran, and you are on the show tonight. We're actually hearing from uh, some veterans in written form as far as uh, what it is they think about the military. Specifically, right now, Mark, you're sharing with us a World War II veteran's take uh, from the late 90s on Saving Private Ryan, having, having gone and seen this movie, his reflections on what it meant to him and how bad it is. I mean, not, not that the movie itself was, a, was bad. Cinematically, it was a, a very moving awesome. experience. <laughs> and that's the problem, is that it was very effective in his mind at convincing yeah. young, you know, young people that it's a good idea to join the military and go kill at the will of politicians. Yeah, you know, he says here that... Uh the, the 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 detractors would in fact say that well after all it was a uh, it was a war movie not an anti anti war movie and I suppose that's a uh, you know a fair critique. He says we can r- argue endlessly over whether there was an alternative in the short run whether fascism could have been resisted without fifty million dead, but the long term effect of World War II in our thinking was pernicious and deep. It made war so thoroughly discredited by the senseless slaughter of World War I noble once again. Now, by the way, World War II is really just World War I Part II. Mm. That's what people just don't seem to get. They just oh, well, we got attacked in Pearl Harbor. Um, yeah, well, you know, there was a lot of history between Japan and the United States up to that point. Let's not forget the United States was an aggressive uh, imperialist power if the that US... was taking over islands in right. the uh, in, in p- the Pacific. Uh, what business did the United States have on the island of Hawaii in the first place? Yeah, and, and I was going to say, the um, I it's been a while since I read up on it, so I can't like go through the history of it right now. Hawaii? But that, the equivalent, the, well, the Pearl Harbor, the whole idea that they attacked us is a bit like me coming up to you and, and smacking you and just kind of shoving you and calling you names and giving you another shove until you finally hit me. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's like, oh, you attacked me, Mark. I, the thing Why? Is called, I think it's called the Marshall Memo, um, which actually is uh, you know a memo, for, a memo from FDR that says, look, we need to figure out some way to get Japan to attack Pretty us. Pretty much. Yeah, there was eight points i believe they went over and um you know that's that, that that to me says that these guys are being aggressive if not the if they weren't the aggressor they were being aggressive and the, also Clearly they're the aggressor. It, it was a similar thing uh with the civil war as well uh, indeed you know the the whole you know, yeah so the um when you're when you're dealing with the the european theater however i mean nobody in their right mind is going to say that hitler would have come to power um and it in a, a germany where they hadn't been just you know destroyed by the armistice and these these huge reparations that they had to pay i mean they destroyed germany they destroyed it and and, and, it, and it left an opportunity for a madman like hitler to be elected and he was uh, democratically elected mm. it's the truth he wasn't put in his position of power democratically elected he managed to to move up through the government at that point but he was elected what was he elected to uh, some other position that mm. wasn't like chancellor <laughs> but, um so anyway mm. th- you know that's that's how that occurred that's that that was the atmosphere for these things to occur in yeah world war one made world war two happen the the and the fact that the united states got into world war one made it so that the allies in world war one won decisively right if the allies had not won decisively they would not have cheated and ripped off germany just read just read the history of world war one if you don't believe that that's true cheated and ripped off uh, germany and you know tricked them into the armistice because it was supposed to be an armistice but it, what it really ended up being is essentially unconditional surrender it wasn't it, it, germany wasn't that defeated at that point but then when they had ba- basically powered down and the armistice was given to them i think it was uh, weeks later 
then you know they're screwed. They're screwed. They and didn't they? Didn't they oust? Uh, what was it? The, who was the head of the country at that time? Um, it wasn't. Was it Hindenburg? It wasn't Hindenburg. It was the uh, Bismarck. Yeah. Or the, 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 excuse me, the, the Kaiser. Excuse the me. Kaiser was what yeah. the term was. Yeah. So anyway, um, World War One made World War Two, but World War Two has this great rap, and it's it's silly. It, it was created by World War One and the actions of the United States getting into it. It embedded political leaders, um, whatever it, in, it excuse me, it enabled political leaders, whatever miserable adventure they might take us into, whether may whatever mayhem they they would wreak on other people. Two million dead in Korea, at least as many in Southeast Asia, hundreds of thousands in Iraq, and and our own to invoke World War II as a model. Communism supplanted Nazism as the reason for war, and when we could go, we could no longer point to communism as a threat. A convenient enemy like Saddam Hussein could be compared to Hitler. We need Our, a new ism. Yes. Our leaders – and well, we have radical Islamism yeah. now. Yeah. Terrorism. <laughs> Our leaders use glib analogies to justify immense suffering. The presumed absolute goodness of World War II created an aura of rightness around war itself. Note the absence of a great movement of protests against the Korean War, which only an adventure as monstru- monstrously evil as soaked in official lies as Vietnam could finally dispel. Mm. Vietnam caused large numbers of Americans to question the enterprise of war itself. Now, Saving Private Ryan, aided by superb cinema, cinemagraphic technology, draws on our deep feeling for the GIs in order to rescue not just Private Ryan, but the good name of war itself. Mm. I will not be surprised if Spielberg gets an Academy Award. Did not Kissinger get a Nobel Peace Prize? Oh, wait. That wasn't Tom Hanks that directed That was Spielberg, huh? I, I guess. I don't know. I thought it was Tom Hanks, I thought it was, thought it was Spielberg. Okay. okay. Tom, Tom Hanks is in it. Well, you're talking about two, two of the greats um, yeah. in Hollywood right now. The committees that give prizes are too often bereft of social conscience, but we are not bound to honor their choices. To refresh my memory, I watched the video of All Quiet on the Western Front with no musical background, without the benefit of modern cinematography, without fields of corpses, with no pools of blood reddening on the screen. The film conveyed the horror of warfare more powerfully than saving Private Ryan. I haven't seen that. I guess I should. The one fleeting That's shot- a World War II movie, right? I think it's a World War One. Really? Okay. Yeah. The one fleeting shot of two hands clutching barbed wire, the rest of the body gone, mm, said it all. It, you you just don't get the real horror and carnage of in World War Two that you do in World War One. They were really trying to clean it up. In World War One, everybody hated the war. There were there were strikes amongst the the the, the enlisted men. Everybody everybody realized, oh my God, this is a conflict between kings. Mm. We're fighting for kings, and if we stop, somebody's going to shoot us. We're slaves. But in World War Two, it just didn't quite have that same feel to it. Uh, you know. It, it, it just there was a monstrous evil and people felt like, well, this is the way to handle it. In Spielberg's film, we see Tom Hanks gunned down and it is sad, but as prosaic sadness, com- uh, but but it is a prosaic sadness compared to the death of the protagonist in Eric Reimark's story. As we watch a butterfly hover over a trench and we see the hand of Lou Ars reach out for it and go limp, we see no dead body, only the beautiful butterfly the reaching hand but more important all quiet on the western front does not dodge as saving ryan uh, save, saving private ryan does as it gushes critics um, as it's gushing critics do the issue of war in it war is not just horrible it is futile it is not mm. inevitable it is manufactured back home commenting on the war is no kindly general marshall quoting lincoln but 
uh, preposterous men urging the soldiers, go to Paris, boys, on to Paris. The boys in the trenches don't just discuss the battle. They discuss the war. They ask, who's profiting? They propose, hey, let's have the world's leaders get into the arena and fight it out themselves. They acknowledge we have no quarrel with the boys on the other side of that barbed wire. Our culture is in deep trouble when a film like Saving Private Ryan can pass by like a military parade with nothing but a shower of confetti and hurrahs for its color and grandeur. Hmm. I'd like to Where point, did you find this? This is great. Uh, actually, one of my Quaker friends gave it to me. Oh, yeah. um, the... Uh, I'd like to point out that if, in fact, that there's a solution to this whole Osama bin Laden uh, war in the Middle East that we That's currently right. Have. Bomb them to glass. I have a solution. It's superior to that. It isn't a nonviolent solution, but it is a solution nonetheless. Okay. We'll get to that here in a moment. 800-259-9231. More on war or whatever you want to discuss. You can take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Juicy Juice, 100% juice, providing a full serving of fruit in every four ounces. Visit us at JuicyJuice.com. When it comes to nutrition, kids need both fruits and vegetables every day to stay healthy and grow. For the ideal mix, your kid should have at least one and a half cups of any veggie or 100% veggie juice and one cup of any fruit or 100% fruit juice a day. For more tips like these, visit us at Parenthood.com slash Your Family Today. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. It's 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features on our site completely free. We've got different stuff there for you, including our Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens of ladies that have taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing their listeners of this program. Shrine.freetalklive.com will get you there. That's shrine.freetalklive.com. For Christmas, don't forget An Island Called Liberty. It's a great picture book for kids, probably between the ages of, I, I, I don't know. I mean, how, how young does a child uh, you know, have to be before you start reading them a picture book? I, I, I'd say zero, you know, two, three. Something like that. My son Jack's two and a half. He's had the book for a, a while now. He's getting better about taking care of the pages as he's gotten on closer to three than he, than he is two. But it's a simple story, graceful rhymes, and beautiful illustrations on every page. We'll make it one of any child's favorites. Go to freemarketunderdog.com. Take a look at it there. You can see some samples. Order today. There's a 10% discount for listeners of Free Talk Live with the coupon code FTL, an island called Liberty at freemarketunderdog.com. All right. So, Mark, uh, since you teased us with the Obama thing uh, as far as – not Obama, but Osama, <laughs> the terrorism, uh, how to stop that. We'll come back to World War II in a moment. Uh, you mentioned that you had a solution or something like that. Well, I like just – I, I, you know, the, the, in the, the, um, the, the thing here, the, basically the, the soldiers were claiming uh, – the, the article here, the soldiers were claiming that, oh, why don't the world leaders just get into the arena and fight it out themselves? And I think they're that, cowards. Yeah, well, I think that this would be the absolute way um, that this would have this problem would have been solved. I don't think Osama bin Laden could have turned down George Bush in a fair one on one match at say, well, let's let's make it in Istanbul, Turkey. So it mm-hmm. seems like more, uh, uh, you know, even you know that's that's more even ground. So if if George Bush would have challenged Osama bin Laden right there to a duel in the biggest soccer stadium in Istanbul. We wouldn't have had to go through all of this because they still don't know whether this guy's alive or dead. 
The debates mm-hmm. still rage. I mean, I just saw something on the military channel last week about how the these you know CIA people are just certain this guy is alive still. Yeah. And then I see another news article that says no, that no credible intelligence agency personnel thinks that Osama bin Laden's still alive. So you know the the controversy continues to rage as to whether or not this guy's alive or dead. Yeah, but Mark, then George Bush never would have been able to eat one of his snazzy White House dinners again if he actually went out and faced. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it, that's a, that's another great point. Is what if he would have lost? And I'm sure that uh, Osama bin Laden would would take on uh, Obama. At this point, well, if, if it came would've... to that, if it did come to that, where they would have to challenge each other and fight, then it would certainly cause them to show a lot more reluctance about whether or not they think it's a conflict worth fighting. Of over, course, right? it'd be a lot easier. Yeah. It's always a lot easier to send other people to their doom, right? For and, you. you know, and I'm not saying that I think nine uh, you know, that that the foreign relations started on nine eleven. I think that the United States uh, government holds a great deal of responsibility for what occurred on nine eleven. Not the United States people, but its government, mm, and absolutely. and to some extent. You know what? What was I doing about the United States response- policy prior to nine eleven? Not well, much. Yeah, and when you say responsibility, you don't mean that it was an inside job. You mean that they were, you know, killing people in the Middle East for decades and decades. interfering in people's lives and their yeah. politics there, and that's what inspired the the uh, the nine eleven attacks. Yeah, I'm afraid if if you ask Osama bin Laden, that's what he'll tell you. That he was outraged about what was going on, the United States intervention and and support of Israel, and that's why he he attacked the United States. So let's go back to this World War II veteran who is speaking out against Saving Private Ryan, saving saying that this is a movie that, despite its gore, really does uh, swell the heart toward the military. That uh, it inspires people to be, you know, touches their nationalism and makes them want to join sure the military. Sure does me, even when I see that thing, um, even when I still see it. I, I'm, you know, it happens to me. Yeah, and that would have been the age when I was about 18. It was 1998, so I'd have been about 18 then, and that probably would have been maybe around 17. I was thinking about joining the military, and it was because of movies like that. It was that was a big factor for me. Was because I didn't really. Well, my grandfathers were both in the military. Mine wasn't a military family. They were so they were in the military, and it was kind of like I knew they were in the military, but it wasn't like they sat around and told their war stories or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, my dad was not in the military, so that probably was a factor. But uh, nonetheless, I was still quite enamored by the idea of war and uh, and the, the uniforms and all of that stuff at that age. You know, and and the the military has this thing where, well, it's it's a natural progression for kids to get out of school that don't have anything, any other real big plans. We'll go to the military for four years. You'll you'll see how much uh, a job can really suck, and then you'll get your uh, you'll, you'll get your button gear, and you'll get a real one. And that's what mostly happens is people like they do their four years and they're out of there. If the military was so gosh darn great, people would stay in it and they don't. Some people do. Well, the, yeah, but it's it's not common. Um, and, you know, I, I can remember my mom telling me, yeah, go into the military. They get great benefits. The term the lifer of- was quite an insult when I was in the Navy. The term they, lifer? They refer to someone as a lifer. If you really enlisted one time, they'd immediately go, oh, lifer. Yeah. You're going to stay in. And and it was this, you were just condescended upon. Like, you can't do better so that you're staying in the military. Ah, uh, yes. You know? And that, and that was really the attitude about it. Hmm. Is that, you know, you, you, you know, why would, you know, someone who wants to stay in, they were just like, what is wrong with you? Like, what, you like what is psychologically orders, wrong with you that you want to stay in the military? <laughs> <laughs> well, you, well, you either like taking orders or you like the idea of giving them, right? You like the idea of controlling other people if and telling only them well, I can just I think, give the orders. I think it's it maybe for for some people they just they want the maybe a sense of security of there's a sense that the military takes care of you it's like a big family mm. and well yeah I a think, big dysfunctional you know, family. 
Yeah, I mean that's the way, and that's the way we looked at people who called him lifers. That's kind of how we looked at it. It's very oh, it's a really dysfunctional family, and but um, but yeah, I think there's some people who have that attitude that it's a, it's secure. You know, it's not so much that you know they're not looking to get rich or anything. They just want security, and and that's what they felt like it was secure. You know, and whether it really is or not, that's actually debatable. That. But people suggest that there's all these benefits. My mom suggested, well, go in the military. You'll get you know, there's there'll be the medical benefits that you get. Plus, don't forget commissary. Mm-hmm. You know, you go buy things at the commissary. They're cheap for the rest of your life. Free rent? For one, you have to be near a military base for the rest of your life in order to do this. I don't know where you'd get commissary otherwise. Maybe they have it on online. I, I have no idea. But, um, but of course, free rent. You'd go want to be in the Air Force if you do free rent. Cause it's most non-taxed. If you, that's the only thing about the military. The military store was not especially cheap, but you didn't pay sales tax. Well, that's what that's what uh, the people on the outside look at it, and they say, oh, wow, that's, yeah. uh, that's a pretty good deal. But just think about the depleted uranium that you're probably going to get exposed to. Oh, don't to. think about that. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that just takes whatever benefit you're going to get out of it but i was growing up in the uh you know early 80s there wasn't much of a, a military threat it was the cold war you know what do you do you move the, the medical soldiers, you move them there the medical facilities are horrible you know it, it's, it's that this is your example of government health care you know if you if you're looking for nationalized health care look to the military and you'll hear all kinds of horror stories about you will, you will you know, and you'll hear are, people say that you know it's great too yeah, they'll, they'll, some people yeah. they'll say you know well, lifers will say oh well, like, yeah it's fine. the way healthcare uh, the way the way that works if if the people who think healthcare is great are people who haven't had any serious problems people who are just going and getting a prescription now and then or getting the doctor to give them you know give them some antibiotics because they had a bit a bad chest cold and uh, the, for the you know for that kind of stuff that can be met, meted out like you know in large quantities and you know it's 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 just like revolving door style medical care they can do that if you if you need knee surgery or if you or you know any kind of serious surgery or something like that Those the, that's where you end the horror stories 1-800-259-9231 the SACL CAI toll-free line you are invited to take control of these airwaves you're certainly welcome to share your military experience with us what was it like for you or bring up whatever's on your mind 800-259-9231 this is free talk live MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zempax, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com this is free talk live you can bring up whatever's on your mind just dial in toll free to control of the airwaves 800-259-9231 the SACL cai toll free line 1-800-259-9231 and you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the various features you'll find there free, including our wiki with over 2,000 pages created by listeners like you. In fact, we're uh, trying to, I guess, stir a little more interest in the wiki. It's kind of died off uh, over time, and so it's now been integrated 
into the main site. Uh, if you look at our uh, download area, when you we look at the main Free Talk Live site, you see at the top, we've got the last week's worth of shows. When you click on one of the days, it brings up little icons down below it. And then one of those icons will take you over to the wiki. Some of the other icons will you know, download the show for you or uh, there, there's a few different things that you can share in different venues, so the social networking, uh, the episodes. There's also a page that will take you to a discussion where you go to the Free Talk Live BBS to discuss that particular episode. And then there's the wiki where you can go and you can you know write notes in there about things that were interesting in the episode or or whatever it is you want to write because the wiki is completely open source in that you can edit virtually anything that you see there so head over to wiki.freetalklive.com and get interactive have you considered taking your case to court without an attorney jurisdictionary.com is a course for people without a lawyer who must know what it takes to win and for people with lawyers that want to minimize legal fees and maximize winning by knowing what should be done only the rules rule and only jurisdictionary teaches people how to use those rules strategically and tactically to win. It works for both plaintiffs and defendants. It costs less than an hour with any good lawyer. So easy the average eighth grader could go through their complete four CD course in a single weekend. Get it at jurisdictionary.com. Use the pull down menu when you purchase it in order and uh, mention free talk live. It's right there. Jurisdictionary.com. All right, we're talking about war, it being the day after Veterans Day here, and we've been, of course, discussing our perspective on the issue, which is, uh, I would say, universal throughout the the hosts on this program. I don't think we have any warmongering hosts on Free Talk Live. I think we all, uh, but you and I used to be, and obviously Dale joined the military, so he must have been somewhat on board. So I think we've all been converted sometime in our 20s. (laughs) I just needed a job at the time, and I was having trouble getting money for school. Yeah, but it didn't still, really have anything to do with like being for war. Yeah, it wasn't for or against anything. But yeah, you weren't against it. Otherwise, you wouldn't have taken that job. Uh, right? Not not enough, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. So uh, I mean, I was a lot over the years. I don't think that when I was a teenager that I was particularly hyped up about killing people necessarily. I was also sold on the idea of all these benefits and you know, hey, free rent. You don't have to pay for this. And you don't have to do that. I was <laughs> kind of you know, I guess lazy uh, in that way and teenager. And uh, at the same time, I also had that mentality of the military is cool uh, mentality, too, because of what the 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 Hollywood movies uh, and cartoons had done to me throughout my my childhood. And that's what we're focusing on here is one of uh, the Hollywood productions that has received quite a bit of critical acclaim and for good reason. Technically, it's a good film, but the message isn't positive. And we're talking about Saving Private Ryan. That on one hand, there is the gore and that kind of. Attempted attempt at realism, but on the other hand, it's also mixed with nationalism, which makes people want to join. The they want to show that war is hell, but but without actually saying, you know, it's not justified. It's really not necessary. It's not helpful. But they but they're pointing out that it's hell, right? I mean, that's what they're trying to do with the with the, they try to show the realism of it. They're showing, look, war is a really horrible thing and all. But yeah, but it's still worth it because it's the United States, darn it. That's what they're yeah. telling you. And the they're swelling still showing music. soldiers as heroic figures. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and you the know, whole active. I guess I have this, um, you know, this dichotomous uh, situation. I think that I can totally understand why a guy who's, um, you know, in World War II, uh, especially fighting for one of the nations that would put a bullet in your head if you just chose not to. I mean, when you take a look at uh, the the conflict between Germany and uh, Russia during World War II, if you just took that particular aspect of World War II and separated it out, it would have been the, it's the largest conflict in human history. The only reason it's not the largest is because World War II happened altogether, but that in and of itself was just tremendous. 
there weren't any conscientious objectors in Nazi Germany or in communist in Stalin's Russia. There weren't any. You did what you were told to do or you died immediately. Um, you know, the, the fact is there, there's cases. I, I listened to Dan Carlin's hardcore history. Love it. He's talking about how, um, you know, that these, the, this, uh, Russian captain or whatever is told to uh, cross this river. He's got nothing with which to cross the river, essentially sends his, uh, Siberian, uh, guys who are used from the, the steps of Siberia. Okay. Walk into that river until you die. Um, uh, because he's just too <laughs> scared to get shot. And then, um, but I mean, you know, he, as long as he followed orders, basically his ca- commander won't kill him. Hmm. So, I mean, you know, this is just how pointless it is. I don't have a problem with these guys fighting when they're in a situation like that. What I have a problem with is the the, uh, ag- the aggrandizement of war, that it is this great thing. And I just don't know how to be an anti-war Republican, which is essentially, you know, the, the, the way I would, would view myself. How do I do that? How do I support the troops but not support the war? Explain to me how I do that, because I just don't know. Because to me, these well, guys choose of their own accord to go out and fight these wars for these stupid politicians. It depends on and what. If you chose to, you could just go to the brig. It depends what troops you support, I guess. As uh, Lou Rockwell.com's blog cites a Vietnam veteran quote, uh, as a Vietnam veteran, the people I honor most is those brave souls that went to Canada rather than serve the slave master <laughs> in killing thousands of their fellow human beings. I wish I had the courage that they displayed in their effort to avoid the killing fields. I was young and stupid, but I have taught my sons not to be that way. I guess that those weren't troops because they left before they could become that way. But there are the, tr- the troops who have decided this is crazy. I'm not going to do this anymore, and I'm, I'm out of here. Those, those are the troops I support. I, I guess you know that doesn't ring very true to the um, you know the, those it's not out the intention there. in the saying yeah the, the, those out there would say that you've got to support the troops no matter what but I don't understand what they mean or how you can mean that how can you mean it's just support the troops when what the, the the troops are doing what the how could I not support the government not support the war but still support the troops I don't know maybe Michael knows he's in Massachusetts on the phones with us here Michael you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Dale and Mark hello there. Hey, uh, yeah, you were talking about Saving Private Ryan. So, uh, how would you propose stopping? How would you propose stopping Hitler? Uh, okay. Um, how about not creating in a situation where he could rise to power in the first place by entering World War One? Right. We really did go over that, and the the fact is, the United States intervention in well, World War One. Then, well, but he at the time of World War Two, he was in power, so you can't make up for past mistakes. Sure, you're, you're not. So when he was in power. And he was rolling through uh, Europe. How would you suppose to stop him? So let me let me make this let me let me be abundantly clear on what you're saying here. You're saying that you can't make up for past mistakes. So that the so you're saying the United States getting involved in World War One was a mistake, and that it, it caused the scenario that no. uh, Hitler came to power. Okay, so you're not That's giving not me exactly that. what I'm saying. Okay, well I, That's I just what I'm saying. I, uh, no I don't know I I'm not gonna I am not going to address the itch, issue of Hitler until we can come to an agreement on whether or not the United States intervention in World War One caused a decisive victory for the Allies, thus uh, setting up a scenario where, where Adolf Hitler was put in power. So therefore, one can, to the some extent, lay the atrocities of Adolf Hitler at the doorstep of Woodrow Wilson. Well, you know, you can go back in history as far as you want. You're going back to Hitler? Have... Let's go back to Woodrow yeah, well, Wilson. Uh, we're talking about World War Two. Who's, who's we're we? Talking, we're we're talking, talking, uh, no, you, I, yes, we are talking, talking about, about World War Two. And I'm asking you a question. Hello. Hello. Is this a talk show or a yell show? I'm asking you a question. 
Okay. The question, I have asked it already. The question is, are you agreeing that the United States government, that Woodrow Wilson, is responsible for having put the, uh, the world, the, having put Hitler basically in power through, the, through his actions? Not exactly. Well, then I'm not going to no, answer, well, answer, answer the question. Then I'm not going to answer the question about Hitler. Uh, I'll answer the question. Uh, so how do you deal with Hitler is the question? Yeah. Okay. It's simple. You set Americans free. So they can live their own lives how they want to, and they can save and spend and give away their money in the ways they want to. And if they believe that it's important to go over and join the military to oppose Hitler in some other country, or you know, go over and form Lots some sort of, of fighting force, did that in World War One for the French uh, to go over and you know maybe hire some mercenaries to go in their stead or whatever, well, uh, then they could go and do that. Well, you know what? I'm really, really glad. And my dad was around in, during World War II. Because it's wrong to steal. It's wrong to steal from people, don't you think? I'll tell you what. I'll come back. We, if you want, we'd, we'd love to continue this conversation. 800-259-9231. Maybe Mike will, Michael will hang on, and uh, maybe you will call in, too. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231. DVD. Books. Music. Instruments. Periodicals. Computers. Software. Electronics. Photo. Cell phone. Office products. Home and garden. Bed and bath. Furniture. Kitchen. Pet supply. Automotive. Hardware. Apparel. Shoes. Jewelry. Grocery. Healthcare. Sports and outdoors. Toys. Games. Used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there totally free, so enjoy those uh, on us. Again, freetalklive.com, and uh, you can support this show by becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier. Amp.freetalklive.com is the place to go to do that for as little as 3 bucks a month. We'll take that money in, reinvest it into the show. Get on more radio stations around the country and bring more internet listeners on board with the ideas of freedom. So go to amp.freetalklive.com. Get signed up with any major credit card, PayPal. Alternative options are available as well. Amp.freetalklive.com. Are you on any medications? Are you getting your meds at a local pharmacy? If you are, you're likely paying more than you have to. There's a, there is a better way. Discount prescription services will get you your meds at discounts as high as 70% off and They'll deliver them right to your door. All you have to do is go to meds.freetalklive.com. Click become a member there on the left-hand side of the page. Their customer service is excellent. I've experienced it. I've gone through this. They will walk you through every step and save you big time. It's meds.freetalklive.com. Let's continue here. We're talking about war and, of course, yesterday being Veterans Day and what we consider to be the truth about the uh, the military, and that is that they're nothing more than a band of uh, people that get paid to kill and blow things up in the name of politicians, not in the name of freedom, as they are being told, as we are told constantly through uh, Hollywood media, the mainstream uh, media, and various different sources in our lives, such as the government schools. And Michael is on the line. I believe he's still there. Michael in uh, Massachusetts. Are you with us? Yes, I am. So, Michael, I want to apologize for raising my voice. I get very excited about this particular issue, and if I if you felt like I was shouting you down, I'm sorry. Well, let's get you back. You talk over people all the time. 
Yeah, well, I'm I'm sorry for having shouted shouted well, you, you down. You 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 really can't do uh you know talk radio without having people talk over one another, and sometimes callers talk over us. I mean, it just all depends. Um, you have to if if somebody's talking for a while and uh, you want to you want to butt in, sometimes you just have to do right. that. Right. One of the tricks in talk radio for most shows is they just pot down the caller, so they don't actually talk over the caller. The caller just can't talk. Yeah, there's that too, yeah, and we don't really but do you that. Guys just, you guys just are rude, and you talk over people. That's all. Okay, we're rude. Go on. Yeah. Oh, right. We're rude. And so that's Go why on, let's, let's we address have the issue conversations that are lengthy and we hold people that disagree through breaks. Whatever you say, dude. So let's get back to the issue uh, of the, uh, you know, your question regarding Hitler. You'd asked what to do about that. If since we're so anti-war on this show, what would we we've done about this horrible man who is exterminating people? And of course, it was pointed out correctly earlier that most people didn't know that was happening. People in Germany, a lot of them didn't even know that was uh, that was happening. But nonetheless, let's say that news did come out. Uh, and as I said, my solution is to set people free uh, because if the me- if this uh, military is supposedly out there fighting for freedom then shouldn't that include the freedom for me to not be forced to pay for things i disagree with all i'm saying is uh i'm really glad i didn't ask you what you were was... saying i asked you a question uh no i don't agree with you oh so freedom doesn't include the freedom for me to live my life how i want and not be forced to pay for things that you want for yourself then go somewhere and live your life where you can do it and be free the way that you want to be free. Where would I go? If you can't, well, there's lots of places. Where? Go to Somalia. I'm uh, sorry. It's always Somalia. Nope. That's sorry. The, no you, government there. You are nope, incorrect. That's just no not true. There. All you got to do is fight for yourself. That's you just not true. Incorrect. There is a government in the uh, Yes, in it Somalia. is. No, there, there is, is the transitional no national government, government transitional, in Somalia. Transitional, transitional national, national government, government set up and the, there by are, the United States. Yeah. The United States keeps on killing the people that they that you know that that might become yeah. the government over there, and they keep on trying to set up a, a new puppet. That's the UN, I think, as well. That's that, really over too. there. But uh, yeah, sorry, well, buddy, you're wrong about that. Well, no, actually, I'm not. But uh, all, right. all I'm saying is that uh, I'm glad that people like my dad were around during World War II. Uh, to do their service for this country. You think and you're the only like one with a relative? You, and people like you who uh, like to talk over people and like to be rude uh, have no respect whatsoever for the commitment and the dedication that people like my dad and Why should I respect people did. who kill other people at the whims of politicians? What's to respect about okay. that, James? And again, people that talk over other people and don't oh, so let you want to grandstand until you get talked over. I'm not grandstanding anything. You're filibustering. You'd stopped. Uh, no, you'd no, made no, a statement about your dad. Anything. Look, James, you've made a statement about your dad. Uh, and Michael? Your name's James. I know who you are. My name's Michael. You, you made a statement about your dad, and then we responded to it by saying, what is to respect? And my grandparents were in the military as well. My grandfathers were in the military. What is to respect Michael about at, uh, the bulge. killing people at the behest of politicians? Please explain what is respectable about that. Uh, stopping aggression. I'm sorry. Wait how a minute. Can, how can you use aggression to stop aggression? Because the question that Ian asked was, shouldn't Oh, really? Be- so if someone comes up to you and has a gun, how are you going to stop them? Well, I would. that's not aggression if you're using defensive force. Defensive force, the yeah. question- oh, oh, I see. So we're protecting people in France and lots of other comp- countries, but that's not aggression that's so, that's not that's not defensive let me ask let me ask way. you this if i may um uh, michael or james or whatever your name is i don't know who, who the heck you are um so if if i use a gun because i feel that ian needs some money and i i stick a gun in dale's face and say hey give me 20 dollars so i can give it to ian have i aggressed against anyone 
Yeah, you stuck a gun in someone's face. Right. So what do you think the United States government is going to do to me if I choose not to pay the portion of my income taxes that uh, that include war? Uh, you know what? You live in a country, there are taxes. That's not an answer you to want, the question. You want, you, want to, you want to stop paying taxes? Stop paying taxes. Yeah. Okay? And then go to jail, right? And, and, and then be separated well, from my child and my family. That. It's it's not it's not much freedom. It, it's one thing if you say, well, you feel it's justified, and I understand and I believe that you're sincere that the war was defensive. Uh, for people who disagree with that, they don't get to choose not to support it, and that's the problem. Yeah, you're aggressing. Your system aggresses against people people like me who support peace, who do not want to uh, to aggress against other people, who do not want to go to war, regardless of what the excuses are or the circumstances. I'm not interested in paying for that. I'm not interested in supporting it. But yet I'm forced to, and my friends are forced to, by the threat of violence that is leveled against them by this aggressive government, and that's the system that you support. Oh, by the way, you just interrupted me. I'd just like to point that out. But it's okay. I don't mind. Go ahead. Thank you. You talked over him. Because you were grandstanding. But uh, (laughs) then be a conscientious objector. So if you're a conscientious objector and you choose not to pay the taxes, do you know what happens, right? Like there's no that's consci- not a conscientious objector. But, but I I think not, conscientious objector is a legal suggesting term. Suggesting that okay, we well, be that. Though, so you're and, saying that I should and, I should and pay that, that somehow affords us some freedom. I should pay for people uh, the bullets so that you so, so that somebody can go around and killing people, but I don't actually have to use the bullets myself. And no, that's, that's okay. not what I'm saying. I'm saying that's that there are taxes in this country. Yes. There are taxes in this country. If you don't agree with it, don't pay it. But yeah. you know what? This is a country, and it's. You know, if if you want to go somewhere where there's no taxes, go somewhere where there's no taxes. Do you support but me not guys, paying taxes? No. Oh, okay, I think so everyone needs to pay their fair share. Meaning you think that uh, the, that, I, they, that I should be put in a cage then, right? I don't know what they should do to you. What, oh, what, you, don't, you don't have any ideas? What should happen to people that so, don't pay taxes? So you said I live in a country. Can I take my, my property and secede? I own no. it, right? I don't know that you do. Well, I, do I'm you telling you. From? What's that? Who'd you buy it from? I, none of your business who I bought my property from. <laughs> well, there you go. I bought my property. That should be enough for you. Why? Okay, so I can go and be on your pro- what you call is your property, and I can say, I bought this from somebody. It's my property. I paid money for it, and I have a deed. Well, from how about – so you're challenging Mark's claim on his property, which is I'm quite possible. Well, you, you said you're, – you're saying he can't secede, so he, so you're questioning whether or not he actually owns it. You want to know who he bought it from. How about if I want to question the validity of the United States claiming they own the region known as the United States? Am I allowed – Good to, luck. I have a challenge. Yeah, okay. That's exactly what it's all They're about. Powerful. It's about guns. <laughs> they they yeah. have violence, and that's where the authority comes from. Yep. You support yeah. you don't people like using it, guns leave. on people. Go to Somalia. You know, it's a shame. That's the best argument you've got, man. Why not support peace between human beings? Why not love your I neighbor? Support play, I support peace between human beings. No, you don't. I you're talking about putting people in cages. Your your no, I'm not. Your claims betray that cl- what you're th- what you're saying right now. If you no, believe the you if there are peace, rules, people live here. I mean, there are things that the government do. You does wanna, do you want to talk about the good. origin of those rules and whether or not they're valid? Because I have uh, some questions about that. I'd like you to ask those well, questions. I'm glad Dale. you do. Okay. I'm glad you do. Those, there are lots of ways to address those questions. I am. I'm trying but, to do that. I'm, I'm, I'm peacefully resisting. I'm refusing to obey laws that I believe are immoral. I'm doing lots of things. that I'm, I'm, I'm addressing them in ways that I feel are moral. What I don't feel is a moral way to do it is just to get into the fight over it, which is like getting into the, the, what they call it, the democratic process. But it's really just who can get the biggest numbers and overwhelm the other side with violence. 
and then they get their way enforced with violence. That's not a, a, a that's not a method that I'm comfortable with per, uh, engaging in in order to change those those policies. And you know, we have policies that aggress against innocent people, and I have a problem with that. Yeah. My way of dealing with it is not to use more aggression. Just because a group of strangers in Washington, uh, D.C. writes some stuff down on a piece of paper and, a paper and call it a rule doesn't mean it legitimately applies, applies to me. They're just men and women who have people that will use guns against me if I don't obey them. Thanks for the call, James. Appreciate hearing. Oh, I mean Michael or whoever you are. What he said, he said later it was Michael. It's so the cup, maybe the, cup the guy. 1-800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves. Hour 3 is next. Free Talk Live. How long can you hold your breath? <sighs> Not long. After air, water is the most critical factor for life. There are dozens of toxic substances in tap water, even pharmaceutical drugs that city processing can't remove. Sadly, most bottled water isn't much better. The chemicals in the bottles themselves are a serious health concern and a huge environmental problem. Filtering your own drinking water is the logical answer. You'll have a much better quality of water and save a bunch of money, too. Aquasana filters are thorough and more affordable per gallon than even pitcher-type filters. Aquasana is consistently voted the best choice by Consumers Digest. The filters are easy to use and install. Call 866-NO-BOTTLE to order or link online through freetalklive.com. If you'd like a 20% discount, and who wouldn't, when ordering online, use the discount code FTL. Again, that's FTL. Or call toll-free 866-NO-BOTTLE and tell them we sent you to get a great discount on all Aquasana products. Drink smart. 1-866-NO-BOTTLE. Free Talk Live, and we're launching into the third hour of the program. You can dial in toll-free and bring up whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features there completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. We have spent throughout the, uh, the, the whole show here tonight, we spent the time talking about war and talking about how unnecessary it is and and what it really means to be a soldier that you're not fighting for freedom that you're actually in point of fact fighting for the whims of politicians and we just uh, finished a conversation wherein uh, we talked about whether or not well what is the freedom they're supposedly fighting for anyway i mean if they're really fighting for freedom your freedom to say uh that you don't like the military Apparently, all I can do is say it. I can't actually right. take any action. You can't stop paying it. for it, though. Right. You know, Otherwise, you, a cage you can't actually me. conscientiously object. And you know, I think that I felt that Michael or James or whatever you claim his name is, um, you know, what he was missing in my conversation, he was clearly combative. I mean, I tried to apologize to the guy, and he, you know, said, "You people are rude." And I, I guess if we're you, not the ones threatening people with violence. If if you, um, you know, if, if, maybe he has a history. I don't know. I don't know uh, specifically what happened. But what I was trying to point out is there's there are dominoes that you can't point out the Hitler domino and say, "Well, look at that domino. It's really, really, really bad." When the Hitler domino was knocked over by the World War One domino and the United States getting into that war and that whole thing that if you look at what happened in world war one and the way it came down that that war caused like all the conflicts in the 20th century communism and mao Zedong and pol pot and all this stuff oh hitler stalin you can bring all that stuff back in 
to what happened in World War One, and if the United States hadn't been involved, how would those things have come down? I think anybody in their right mind would say Hitler wouldn't have come to power. I don't know what would have happened um, in in Russia and all that. They had they had all kinds of problems there. But um, you know, it's to just dismiss those things and say let's concentrate on Hitler. That makes it very tough for somebody who who takes an anti war stance. I'll admit. But, you know, let's talk about what the United States did when a boatload of, a, of thousands of Jews came over here in, what was it, 39, asking mm. for refuge. They sent them back. Yeah. Now, we live in a country of rules. Well, you can't just come over here. you got to go to Hitler. you got to go back to Germany and die. That's something. That's the rules. And that's something we could do. You want to say Hitler's doing all these bad things. Well, one of the things we could do is be a refuge for right. people who yeah. are being persecuted. Be the shining beacon on the hill. We Open up our that. borders. Say, we love you. Come in. Work hard. And, but, be, and live the American dream. But, Mark, you need to pay your fair share for the mass murdering. Well, That's your, you just pay for I don't your think fair you share need of that. to mass murder anyone. I mean, the thing what, is, okay, Hitler would have never attacked the United States. Here's what gets me: uh, you you made your case for why you don't feel that uh, we, w- we would have had Hitler had we not gotten into World War One, and I think it's a pretty good case. Now he made he clearly disagrees, or maybe he disagrees. He just or didn't whatever. want to approach it. Didn't want to approach it. Whatever. So he's got his opinion about it, and the approach. The the, the thing is, let's 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 it, let's be able to have different opinions about it. Okay, like if you feel that it was justified, then support uh, the effort to go over there and fight Hitler. But for people who don't feel it's justified, don't make them pay for a fair share of what they believe to be. But Dale, don't you understand there's a system in place. We are part of that system. It involves people going into a room, checking boxes, and then other people deciding that they are in charge of you and ordering other men and women around with guns to tell you what to do. This is the system. And if you don't like it, then leave. Yeah, and, well, and, that's you know, what led and, to America being being born was that, was that people didn't like the system. They could not, uh, the only way they felt they could get freedom was to uh, to uh, pursue the frontier, which was America at the time. And, there's and then no people more who felt like America had become corrupt already went further west and went toward that frontier. There's no frontier left. And you know that would be that would be the point that King George would have made. Look, it's my country. If you don't like it, get out of my country. And that's what that's what the United States was before it was the United States. So what then? What happened? Well, some people decided to pick up arms and kill people over that dispute. So what the suggestion is, is is if you disagree vociferously enough with a point, just get a gun and kill a few people, uh, kill a lot of people. You've got to kill a whole lot of people, and then you get to be right. Then you get to stick your flag in the ground and say, this here's my piece of dirt, and if you don't agree with me, I'll kill you too. But I reject that. I want peace, and that's not peace. That's right. violence. Well, that's, right. That's what the solution is, though. That's what it's, you know, when you, when you say to someone, we live in a country and you have to follow those rules that we've set up, what you're suggesting is, is that, okay, well, if you disagree enough, just get a bunch of your friends together and kill a whole bunch of people, and then you can have your own country, because that's how countries are established. Isn't that just, nice? Just become the new victimizer. You've got tired of being the victim, so become the new victimizer. It's a cycle of violence, and I refuse to be a part of it. I won't be a part of it. Yeah, it's, and, it's sad. Uh, and it's also saying, s- if you don't like it, leave. There's nowhere left to leave to. The so entire world are. is taken over by, uh, you get to pick, uh, you're going to be uh, have your master 
here, or you can pick a different master somewhere else that's going to tyrannize you, possibly in a slightly different way. Well, the There's nowhere why... else to go. It's time for someone to say, okay, we need to, to create a free, yep. at least one free place on this planet. And, and this will be that place. And that bothers James, who uh, was what his real name was. Now, normally, I, you know, I, I don't have any reason to... I, I, normally, I don't know who calls into this show, but uh, in his case, I recognized his voice. It's the guy who was uh, in a little scuffle with, uh, with Sam. Uh, Sam's one of our co-hosts. On the, yeah, he's the oh, guy. Okay. He owns a local coffee shop here in uh, Keene, New Hampshire. And I thought that uh, was a sad display on either side. He's got a real chip on his shoulder about Free State, the Free State Project coming here to New Hampshire, and he would love for us to move away. He would love for those of us well, who love I, liberty I got, and peace. I got, I got some leave. advice. I got well, it's not so much advice, but I got some bad news. If if it is James, I got some bad news for him. I know he's very upset. That we are here in New Hampshire, and this is where he lives, and he doesn't want the free place to be here. But here's the thing. Uh, There's this domino effect that took place way back that caused New Hampshire to get chosen. You should have done something back then, okay? It's too late now. This is where it's been chosen for uh, for the project of freedom to happen. Yeah, there's really nothing that's going to stop. It's way too late. At this point, the Free State Project is... <laughs> the irony is... I'm just sorry. I just thought, had to point out the there, irony of... There, you know, what, the, 15 Free State Project members elected to the New Hampshire House? I, I mean, it's a little late to say, Free Staters, go home! I mean, I own my property. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not leaving. Well, you rent your property from the master yeah, indeed, uh, the state I, of New Hampshire. The, the, well, the, the point the, is, I and I am the same way. I'm pretty settled is what it comes down to. I'm pretty settled. Yep, I this like it is here. where the project's going to happen. Right. There's I'm a nas- sorry. I, I am sincerely sorry that it's going to be uh, for people who really like things the way they are. Yeah, sorry I'm for the inconvenience. I'm sincerely sorry for the inconvenience, but this, has been, this is where it's been chosen and ain't going to go anywhere else. Right. How, despite the gnashing of teeth and well, there's the, inconvenience the, the hissy all over. fits over cups, it, it ain't going anywhere else. There's inconvenience all over. I mean, people, Democrats are all upset with Republicans all over the nation right now. I mean, you know, that's, that's just how politics work. Politics is a threat against your neighbor. No wonder people are upset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, People are getting it. People are starting to get it. There's a, the parent paradigm is changing very rapidly. The, 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 there's basically an alternative paradigm that is spreading. And if you think of it, the, the analogy I like to make is that if you look about 20 years ago, the concept of atheism was incredibly foreign. It was it was almost unheard of. No, there were people who you called themselves keep it in the atheists. Closet. You need to be in the closet. There were not very many people who, who, who really even understood what it meant. They, they would say things like, what, you hate God? No, no, I don't hate God. I don't believe in God. And so people who are who don't understand now when you present to them the idea that look, we need a peaceful alternative to this political system. That I I don't believe in this political system. I don't think it makes any sense. And so no, I'm not going to play I'm not going to join that religion. I'm not going to join an alternate religion that's just like it but just has different rules. Or that people... I don't believe in it. And 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 the idea and the thing is now people know what atheism is. People mm-hmm. understand the concept and when what happens happened was some people saying that they were atheists and coming out and, and saying that, whether you are or not, I'm not an atheist, by the way, but if whether you're an atheist or not, the fact that, that, that the concept was explained to people, that the people knew that they existed, they had to be acknowledge the existence of these people and this whole philosophy of thought. And so what, when that happened, then there really was a whole lot more freedom of religion at that point. And the same thing is going to happen when people come out and say, I don't believe in statism. Uh, uh, James or Michael, I don't believe in the system of rules as you construct them. I believe that the, the, the procedure by which you do that is not valid. I do not believe in it. It's not a matter of picking that one or a different one. I, 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 am, I am a political atheist, okay? 
1-800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. Maybe James will come around one of these days and start to realize that the system he supports is not in any way peaceful. When it aggresses against him. You can't support peace and support the government at the same time. Sorry. More coming up. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. Have you ever wished that you could buy, sell, and trade in silver in your community? Dell Valley Silver has a no-cost turnkey setup for you. You recruit six to eight businesses in your area to accept Dell Valley Silver rounds as barter currency, and your wish is granted. You get paid, and you promote the use of real money. This isn't like so many other silver currency setups where it's really just a system to sell high-priced rounds. It's a free market system based on Austrian economics. DellValleySilver.com. DellValleySilver.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Just dial in, toll free, take control of the airwaves, 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll free line, 1-800-259-9231. And joining you tonight, it's Ian and Delbert and Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free. So head over there, enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Our features include the archives. You missed a moment of the show? Not a problem. They're right there at the top of the website. Now with brand new sharing features attached to them and discussion features and wiki fe- and a wiki feature, uh, you can go and see the last week's worth at the top of the site and then click into the archive section to download the last, I don't know, a few years worth, all the way back to 2006, late 06, all there free for you at freetalklive.com, courtesy of HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting. They make it easy for you to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, you can let the experts at HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com host you. Use that portal that we've created there, HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com, and get your first month completely free, HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com. All right, so we continue here with your phone calls about what you want. Indy is in Connecticut. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Indy. Indy in Connecticut. Going once. I hear something there. Someone out there? Indy going twice. Yes, and he's gone. Let's continue and talk to Adam in Canada. Adam, you are on Free Talk Live with Ian Dale and Mark. Hello, Adam. Evening. I guess it'll be a brief call since you've moved on from the topic of the SS St. Louis, but I wondered uh, if you knew anything else about that ship full of Jewish refugees that got turned back in 1939. I don't know a whole bunch about it. I mean, we read about it, read, read it on the air. I mean, that's kind of the nature of being a talk show host is you know a little bit about everything as opposed to a lot about one thing. And you don't have to worry about changing topics. as Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. So go ahead with your thoughts. Well, the guy who actually gave the order to send it back got a Nobel Peace Prize six years later. Oh, geez, why? It was never rescinded. I, I don't know, but does it even matter after that? <laughs> <laughs> These Peace Prizes are just, they're, they're just the dumbest <laughs> thing. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, some more people have realized that lately. Hmm. Uh, and then, uh, then the Veterans Day in America is called Remembrance Day here in Canada. And uh, we're remembering specifically the, the anniversary of the, uh, first, in the uh, first gas attack in history with the release of chlorine gas. Uh, its inventor, Fritz Haber, was given a Nobel Prize in chemistry for inventing it, and that was mm. never rescinded. Wow. Let, since we've got you on from Canada, what's the mentality like up there? Is the Do, do you have a nationalist fervor like uh, the United States? Is it very strong up there with this whole support the troops mantra and all that? Oh, yeah, but it's totally unjustified. I don't, yeah, I see a lot of support the troops stickers, but, I mean, 
Canadians think they're really smart, and uh, it's not entirely true. We think we're a lot smarter than you because we have a lot of your media coming up here, and we think we can compare ourselves to you. But we tend to be much, much the same. Um, there's some difference in opinions here from America. We have a, a church, I haven't met every Canadian, <laughs> or even very many of them, but uh, we do have a very strong nationalism here. Uh, most people don't realize that Stephen Harper says things like national sovereignty is a thing of the past, you know. They, they really don't understand that what's happening in America is going to happen here, too. Hmm. Canada is different from the news. United States. They have Circuit City still. <laughs> mm. You know, when, you, when, when you're talking well, about... We call, honest... it, we call it the source here. They just took over Radio Shack. They the source? Is yes, that... they annexed Radio Shack and changed the label. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> so, yeah. It's yeah, a man of good, destiny. Plus, they have a, a different kind of bacon up there. Canadian bacon? It's not even really bacon. Yeah, it's ham. All right, so what yeah. else do you want to share? You guys are talking about Remembrance Day there in Canada. Well, you know that last caller, that, that Justin Michael guy, or what, that sycophant? Oh, my Lord, you really handled him well. I mean, you talk about being less and less and less of a gun polisher, and you really put your money where your mouth was. You gave him all the rope he needed to hang himself. He apologized, even though he didn't deserve one, and he just comes off like a moron. Well, He's the one that usually I, I had calls no the intention names. of doing that. It was it was the most legitimate apology that I could come up with. I don't he, like he did get traditional a little traditional. He would he would not acknowledge the fact that he was losing that argument. Uh, yeah, well, that's that's what people that are wrong uh, do. When when you're when you're wrong and you're cornered, that's what you do. You do but, not give up a single. I mean, if he's so angry I, with I, the I, project, why did he force himself to listen to your show? Because, because people want to be enraged, and that's, that's I know. one of the reasons talk radio does so well. Um, you know. Hey, thanks for the thoughts and the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you, Adam, in Canada. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. You know, when he was talking about uh, Remembrance Day, it, it just reminds me of the Armistice Day. You know, it's the 11th hour, the 11th month, at the uh, 11th hour, 11th month, 11th day, whatever, that this was all scheduled to end. And I've got here from Wikipedia, I couldn't figure, I couldn't remember previously, but it's the Canadian Private George Lawrence Price is traditionally regarded as the last soldier killed in the Great War. He was shot by a German sniper at 11:57 and died at excuse me at 10:57 and died at 10:58. So, and I wonder how many people died actually after the 11th hour. But you gotta, I mean, I mean, let's just talk about a point, the pointlessness of war. This guy has to be the most pointless of it all. And the guy who shot him is just a sick, twisted murderer. You know, I mean, the idea that you would fire a shot at 10:57 when you know <laughs> that the war is going to end in three minutes. And uh, get one more in there and just shot a man and killed him. And what did this guy do for the freedom of Canada? I mean, is his was his mother proud? Did she did she display the uh, the maple leaf there? You know, and her you know proud of her son about how he died. The last guy he died for their freedoms, Mark. I guess. I mean, I guess that's what you'd have to tell yourself, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. Let's I go mean, to Jeremy in Alaska. Pointless. Jeremy, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Dale and Mark. Hello, Jeremy. Hey guys, I got. A little bit of ridicule for you, although I agree with uh, a lot of the anti-war, you know, uh, stuff that we all believe in. I mean, most of us. I'm not going to speak for everybody, but most of the uh, Free Talk Live listeners, um, y'all were cackling, cackling and hackling over the um, veteran as someone who at one point in their life wrote a blank check payable to the United States, yeah. which they did. And they believed in that, guys. And y'all were, you know, these guys believe in what they're doing. And y'all should uh, more be reaching out to them than 
cackling and hackling about it and what? laughing like it's a big joke because it's not a Joe. No, not to them. And I, I agree with you on that, uh, Jeremy. What I was trying to say is that, uh, and, and I, I, I felt like I was encapsulating it at that time, was that mostly what you're hearing, those kind of things, are coming from people who are not combat veterans, not people that what? were actually sitting in holes having uh, bullets flying over their head and feeling the absolute terror and horror that is war. Most of those people understand the futility of it all. They understand that it's, uh, you know, it's guys that are well behind the lines giving the orders for them to you know fight and die for a particular hill or something like that that's really of little strategic value that's not true most most of the guys that are in the pits that are down there and over in the middle east are there willingly and gladly and i think you guys why are they killing themselves so much? Why? Yeah, why, why is the suicide rate in the military um, the highest? Why have more military men died from military people died from suicide than have actually died in the war since uh, 2011, 2001? Well, probably because of the antidepressants, and then when they come home from the war, they uh, they they say, "Well, I'll take these antidepressants." And then, uh, maybe now, no, they're not coming. Home. Are they? It, it, it destroys their minds. I mean, yeah, maybe it's because you know, war right sucks. Some of them are doing it out there. But thank yeah. you, Jeremy, for the call tonight. Maybe because war sucks and it isn't all it's cracked up to be in the Hollywood media. And maybe they get told a certain story, then they get out there and see the reality. We're coming up. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. We wouldn't be where we are without our amplifiers. Their $3 per month helps us spread Free Talk Live and gets them access to perks at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything at 800-259-9231. That number is brought to you by SACL CAI. That's 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the various features we have there totally free. Our webcam is one of those features. You can watch, you can listen, you can interact with other listeners because the chat room is built into the same page as the webcam. Go to cam.freetalklive.com and do all that for free. It's cam.freetalklive.com and the cam is brought to you by Memory Dealers. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs. They, they offer the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers and up to 99% off of list price. Memory dealers, they can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. In stock, ready to ship, the overnight delivery, memorydealers.com. According to the Advocates for Self-Government, in the fiscal year 2011, the United States federal government will spend about $740 billion on the military, more than $550 billion on normal military expenditures. In constant dollars, military outlays have more than doubled over the last decade. Strip out war expenses and real expenditures are still up 1.8 times. Current outlays are greater, so meaning that you take out the expense that they've uh, they've dropped on the Afghanistan and Iraq wars, 
and they've still almost doubled the yeah. amount of money they're spending on the military and, in the last decade. You know, the, I, I, the the conservatives out there will rightly point out that that military expenditures are really aren't much compared to Medicare and um, you know, the Social Security and, and those kind of government uh, programs. By the way, Social Security is basically a voluntary, so if you choose to <laughs> participate in it, I don't really care what the government does with it um, because I don't pay into it. I choose not to. So that cuts that burden out for me. But, you know, these people that, that are they're just dying to get rid of the government in the area of Medicare and Social Security and all that other stuff, but they want to continue fighting wars. Those people sicken me. Current outlays are greater than Washington spent at any point during the cold Korean and Vietnam wars. We're supposed to believe that America is at greater risk today than when aggressive totalitarian communist dictatorships ruled the Soviet Union and China. America's allies were still recovering from devastating conflicts and proxy wars raged in the third world from uh, these. Actually, I guess that's Cato Institute conservatives for empire over at uh, the liberator online which is a neat little uh an email that the folks over the advocates for self-government send out i think it's once every two weeks you can get signed up for that and get great uh, content like ask dr ruart of course dr mary ruart the author of healing our world great book she actually writes a, a week a, a bi-weekly column for them wait is it semi-weekly i always forget this mark i need to, i need to learn myself this Bi-weekly means every two weeks. Semi-weekly means twice, twice a, week. a week. Got yeah. it. So, yeah, bi-weekly column uh, for the Liberator online asking uh, the question – answering the hard questions, uh, short answers to the tough questions. So you can do that over at theadvocates.org to get signed up. I think it's the most widely distributed liberty-oriented email uh, list in the world. Could be. Yeah. All right. So 800-259-9231. Let's go to the phones and the fun. David is in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, David. Hello. Hey, what's on your uh, mind? I was just going to say a couple of things about Veterans Day and stuff like that. Sure. Um, I think it's a good day to pick at your local uh, recruiting office myself. Mm. And I would encourage people to do that. That's a great thought. I wish uh, I'd thought of it uh, before it Me actually too. happened this year. I'm a little, I regret that I didn't do that. Man, I'll talk, talk about stirring people up. Veterans Day, picketing the... Uh, the <laughs> It's <laughs> that's right on, man. Well, Maybe Memorial Day would be a nice a good way one. to do it. I wonder if there's something you can say. I don't know. Not Stop really. being a paid killer. <laughs> I don't know not. how you do it. I've always I've said this many times that if if someone Make has a belief that is in contradiction to reality, that you are going to there's they're going to have to experience cognitive dissonance for that to change and that may create anger you know it's you know you can try to 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 smooth it out a, a little but the, the the cognitive dissonance is is nigh unavoidable it it does seem that way and i don't know how one approaches I, this is the question no. i've asked all along how does one so, quote unquote support the troops without supporting the uh, the wars and the politicians uh, you know whom they follow and it's a tough problem because i hear criticism of a certain activism because they say, you know, you're just trying to get a reaction out of people and that's like, well, no, I am challenging sometimes a deeply held belief system that is just wrong. And so it, there, there doesn't seem to be a way to avoid that sort of cognitive dissonance I agree. that has to happen to change somebody's mind. But it, it, the point is not, you know, it's, it's the point is that you're challenging a deeply held belief system. And it's it's not I'm doing it just to bug people. I'm not trying to bug them. The fact that, that, that them getting bugged because it's more about something irrational is is uh is is hard to avoid but that's not the purpose of doing it yeah i think you put that really well dale and it's one of the things that we deal with a lot here in uh, the Keene area because a lot of the activism is very visible and it gets people talking and it gets people thinking 
And when they think about what the issues are that are being presented, they come up with all kinds of objections to it because, well, our positions are moral and they are logical. But my favorite objection, my, my favorite objection is some rephrasing, basically of, well, that's just how it is. Mm. Like, 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 it's our like system. With, with uh, the previous caller, that you know, saying, well, there are rules in place, and you know, you just, you just have to pay your fair share, and. It's really just, you know, this is how it is. This is how things are. Yeah, it's just that's passing. Just, that's a, just how it is. Indeed You're not they are. thinking about why. <laughs> right, it's passing I mean, the responsibility for the, the system onto the system. And right. it's, it, the system yeah. exists because <laughs> people believe in it. Right, well, and also things are the way they are today because other people stood up and said, you know what, no more. I'm not going to stand for this anymore. I'm going to sacrifice, you know, what I've got going on today for something that I hope to achieve in the future. And that wasn't easy for them at and, that time. And it wasn't easy choices. But, you know, the fact is 99% of the world of men are just dogs. You know, they just and, go along. And like I said before, America exists because somebody bucked the system back then. Someone said this is not acceptable, and they created something that would, would be better, and now there's nowhere else to go. David, <laughs> go ahead with your, th- uh, yeah. your thoughts. You're still out there. I was just going to say something about the um, uh, support our troops, um, little things they have. Um, I think those people are less saying it for themselves. And I don't know, it just seems like they're pointing the finger at, well, you don't support our troops or something like that. And it just... It just seems divisive. I don't really understand it. So when, what you're saying is that when they say support the troops, what you really believe that they're saying is that, you know, there's, there, are other, there are people out here, and I don't know who they are exactly, but you don't support the troops as much as I do. I'm better. That kind of thing? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. They mean support the war. They don't mean support the troops. Yeah, if I, I say I support the troops by wanting them to be home and safe with their families... That's not that's not what they mean. No, 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 no. We don't want you to support the troops in that way. Well, there are the people that would say they're against the war, but they support the troops in that this is kind of a they believe that it's a midpoint mentality for themselves that, well, I'm not in favor of this war, but darn it. Now that we're in it, we've got to support the troops. So it kind of allows them to tell themselves on one hand that they're anti-war, but that they, you know, they don't hate the troops do at the same su- time. I, right. I don't hate these guys. I, don't I think that these guys, uh, you know, the troops, I think that, the, you know, my goodness, they know, you know, these these people know how incompetent the government is. Nobody in, who's ever been in the military has an idea that the government is a competent organization. They take care of that right off the bat for us. Well, they so don't want to think it's that they're, a fertile well, field. I, I, I can't I, be too judgmental of these guys because I got I joined the military at one time yeah. and thought it was the right thing to do, as you said, Ian. Yeah. Uh, they whatever. I don't know what their background is they might have family in the military they've got people telling them that it's a wonderful honorable thing that it builds character uh maybe they're just desperate for a job how can i blame someone who's desperate for a job and needs money and and they go do something that you know i might not think is the greatest decision in the world but i'm not going to be judgmental i'm not i try not to be judgmental of them uh, about it it's hard it's it's hard but but they might think that uh if they don't support the troops they may be seen as not liking the troops it seems like maybe they maybe they believe that if they aren't seen as uh, overtly supporting the troops while maybe still opposing the idea of say the iraq war that people will jump to the conclusion that well you don't you don't like the the troops you don't appreciate them you don't appreciate what they're doing the, the job that they're doing because somebody like I don't know. I don't know what James's opinion earlier would be, but maybe he would have been opposed to the idea of invading Iraq. But at the same time, we'll say that well, he supports the troops, and so if that's what they've been ordered to do, then darn it, that's what they've got. And he's going to write his check. 
yeah. to the IRS at the end of the year to pay his fair share of mass murders. David, thanks for the call tonight. I okay, appreciate peace. hearing from you. Yes, sir. Peace indeed. 800-259-9231. And peace is the way. You can't get to peace through violence. You can uh, take control of the airwaves here in the remaining moments. Coming up, this is Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. You take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free and bringing up whatever's on your mind at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there completely free. So enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. And if you want to help support this program, you can do that in a variety of different ways. You can go to promote.freetalklive.com, get a list of things you can do to get Free Talk Live into more ears around the world and bring more people to the ideas of freedom. Promote.freetalklive.com. Totasac, the retail grocery bag carrier that handles more than you can. It is the one-trip wonder for hauling goods from your vehicle to your home and is now available uh, to you directly from their website, totasac.us. Plus, if you're an independent reseller, perhaps like uh, you own a store and you want to stock the Totasac, you can buy them wholesale as well over at totasac.us. It is the original green thing that has been available since 1997. And it's good that it's been around that long because it's a good product. Uh, I use it here to... It's very useful. To bring stuff back in from the car. Totasac.us. We've been giving them away and we're going to give more away. But go to Totasac.us. Get yourself a family pack and put some in some stockings this year. Or wrap them up and put them under the tree because they're a great little gift. And you'll, I think that everybody will find them very useful. Because who doesn't bring... Who does, I mean, it's a great product because you can market it to anybody. Who doesn't bring the groceries back in from the car? You know what? I'm going to give us a free idea. Everyone can use it for free. It's really clever. You could hang somebody's stocking from a Totasac. You totally could. It's possible. What would you do? Like nail it to the the um the the the, the, the what, what do you call that thing in front of a chimney? I don't even know. The hearth, the mantle. Yeah, yeah the mantle. The hearth, the mantle. You, you'd be like use a wood screw to nail it to screw it to the mantle. Is that I what suppose you could. I think there might be a hole in the uh, there might be in the front of the you know the one the big part of the handle that might work, actually work, Dale. All right, so totasac.us coming up. Your chance to win a two pack. So stay tuned for that. As we continue with your phone calls, Evan is in New York. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian Dale and Mark. Hello, Evan. Hello? Hello? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Hey, uh, I'm just calling to really congratulate the show and you guys on all the free publicity you've been getting over the last, like, three days. Uh, I'm a big kind of Internet person, and I have, like, three, like uh, 100 blogs that I follow on my Google Reader. Wow. And, like, like um... Oh, probably about five the last two days all posted that video. Tonight. One of them in particular is one that was run by John C. Dvorak. He's a tech guy. He's mm, wow, part the of this podcast guy. called. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Did, did he make uh, a, a keyboard? He had the. There is the Dvorak keyboard, yes. I've never used oh, no, it. Is, Go ahead. Yeah, this is a, a different guy, though. He's a part He's part of this podcast called This Week in Tech, which is like yeah. the biggest like Twitter. podcast. There's another tech. Dvorak out there? Yeah. Are they related? Famous. No, I don't think so. You know the huh. fun- the funny thing is is I don't know about the web hits, but are the show downloads really haven't done anything exciting. Um, I, I, web I, hits have about doubled well, in the my, last two uh, days. I, my genius here says uh, it's in fact the same guy. 
Okay, He's we are being told it's the same guy. So, yeah. uh, Evan, is it possible you're wrong about that? Uh, it's possible, but I'm pretty sure, from point of clarification, it's not because I don't. Is that guy even alive still? This guy's alive. It does seem weird. Uh, well, now he's saying definitely. Heck, if I know. Anyway, or, or we've got a little geek battle here. One person says yes, the other person says <laughs> yeah, no. I, so I, I guess that's that. Yeah, that's the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, anyway, at any rate, so like, I was just like really excited for the show because it just seemed like great. I mean, more people were finding out about it. Yeah, it's and, true. Uh, I mean, we. Yeah. It's all thanks to Meg. I mean, she's the one that had the and George Donnelly. Well, yeah, George Donnelly did a great job too. That's he promoted true. it. Yeah, Meg uh, was the person who was harassed by the TSA in Fort Lauderdale Airport on Monday. She came on the show and did an interview with us. George Donnelly clipped out that interview, put it up on his YouTube channel. I don't know who submitted it to Drudge Report. It ended up up on Drudge Report, and then it exploded from there, making Meg the uh, Meg McLean the number two most hottest hottest topic on uh, Alexa, number six most Googled search term on Google, and the number two video most watched video on YouTube. And yesterday, free, free Keen got huge, uh, huge bump as far as web uh, visits. Quintupled. Uh, we went from under a thousand to over five thousand. Free Talk Live, oddly, wow. hasn't really benefited that much from it. I mean, you know, our name's been associated with it and all. And every time she gets interviewed, Free Talk Live's mentioned. But you know, no more downloads. I, Ian, what about uh, web hits? Have you web hits have doubled? On Free Talk Live? Yep, that's right. Yeah, FreeTalkLive.com. Yeah, so They're not downloading. <laughs> Somebody's got to be listening. I mean, somebody who's coming to the site has to be listening new for the first time. And tonight Maybe. they heard us talking about war, so that'll scare them right off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Well, well, at least you talking about uh, kids uh, having the right to choose to have sex. Anyway, any other thoughts, Evan? <laughs> that always lays there. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so my, to keep going on, uh, my last point I was, um, you know, November 2nd elections have just happened, and... I was being bombarded with people that are like, you, I don't vote anymore. Like, I voted once and I'm done. And I, when people ask me now if I voted, they're like, well, if you don't vote, you know, you can't complain, blah, 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 blah. Where I live in New York City, I feel like it's definitely pointless uh, mm. to do so. But I'm trying to figure out what's the, the right kind of phrase to that's kind of quick and simple and easy to, for people to, like, understand why, like, it's, Really, no point in voting. I don't know, Dale. That's yeah. a question for you. Oh eh? Lord. <laughs> well, this is a this is a uh, I don't know a campaign that I have uh, I have not really championed for some time, but I still keep I still sort of have the reputation as the you know don't go vote, don't do it. How about you know? I won't vote well, for evil? I could see in mm. New Hampshire, like it kind of makes sense. You've got the free state project, and you've got stuff that you know can affect you directly. But well, there are people. That I, am. I think there are people that are liberty-minded enough that make voting worthwhile here in New so, Hampshire. So maybe you could just say something like, uh, you know, voting. I, I can't vote for evil. Well, or, or you could say <laughs> that it's a statistically insignificant act. And here's what I always do: is try to, you know, here I'm going to turn on my magic time machine. I'm going to let you take your vote and move it to another column if you feel like it, and you can change the course of history by. Doing nothing because it won't do anything. Your one vote mostly doesn't do anything, especially in large places like New York City. You know, whoever won, won by tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of votes. They didn't win by one. So you voting didn't matter at all. You could say, I'm going could, to vote with my feet and leave and move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. You could, you could do the, um, you know, the, the giant douche versus the 
poop sandwich yeah. uh, imagery. Right. That, you know, why, should I cho- <laughs> yeah. why should I choose between two crap sandwiches? Uh, by the way, it is not the same guy who did the, uh, the keyboard. The so. Dvorak blog versus yeah, the yeah. Dvorak keyboard? There's yeah. actually an apology here. We have so two geeks apologies. now. Or there's the same guy that cool. was yeah. wrong. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Vindicated. Yeah. Evan, anything else? Um, Doesn't sound like Oh, thing. go ahead. I, I have one more thing. I can't think of it right now. Notes. Oh. You don't. You've got to make notes. <laughs> Goodbye. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. So, Mark, I don't know. How far did we ever end up getting through the article that we started in the beginning of the show about uh, Saving, Private, Saving Ryan? Private Ryan? We got all the way through it. Did we? Okay, that's good. Yeah, I didn't you know, realize it, that. I, 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 did, I decided to pick that because I think that these anti-war essays that are written by veterans are just the most motivating thing. Because the people that love war and love government and da-da-da-da, none of these people have seen the horrifi- horrifying bloated bodies. They've never shot a kid in the face because they thought that he might um, you know, have a hand grenade stuffed in his pocket. They've never done any of these disgusting, horrifying things that send these soldiers back with their minds crushed. You know, Mark, you mentioned during the break that the uh, guy that called earlier to defend war, uh, James, who called, um, he, oh, gosh darn it, I forget what, you, what I was going to say about you mentioning about him, but uh, he had mentioned to us that his dad was uh, was in World War II, and as though that's that's we shouldn't be disrespecting what uh, what his yeah. dad did. Well, but what saying, if his dad told him what this man told him? What, right. If his dad this guy was in t- World War II, isn't right. he disrespecting what this guy says? If his you dad know, had told him these similar things, then he would believe what his dad told him, right? right? My dad was in the Korean War. My uncle was in World War II. He died, um, you know, over there in the I think it was Omaha Beach. It was somewhere in that uh, that that general vicinity. I mean, why is his opinion? More valid than mine because his dad was some kind of war hero. I mean, you know, hey, my family is too, man. Whatever. It doesn't mean you didn't love them. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is just an attitude that people have. The attitude up till now has been prevailing that if somebody disagrees with you vociferously enough, you should kill them. And that's a bad way to solve problems. That's all we're saying. Ian had Ian said, "Well, let's everyone pay for what they believe in, and if someone believes enough in a war to go and fight Hitler, then they can pay for it and they can volunteer for it and things like that." And he said, uh, "You know, he said, well, I'm glad that you weren't around that back then. Well, that's fine. That's his opinion, but the problem is he uh, violently imposes his opinion, and Ian doesn't want to violently impose his opinion." The difference also, is, by, by, you know, that has worked with uh, with funding of, of wars. Um, the, the fact is that the Irish Republican Army basically was funded out of Boston. Almost all of its activities funded out of Boston. And the Armenian conflict right after, I think it was World War I, it might have been no, World War II. Right after World War II, they, they just couldn't, you know, they, they fought their war on voluntary donations from the United States. If you want to fight a war, you really can do it. I mean, everybody knows the government's inefficient, so... Uh, it'd be far more efficient if it had to uh, beg for some money. We're out of time for tonight, but we'll be back tomorrow night. You can join us uh, then for the live Saturday edition of the program. And don't forget to join Dale over on his website, anarchyinyourhead.com. I mentioned to you that we've got a, to- a two-pack of the Totus Act to give away. We're going to do it right now at the very end of the show. Caller number two gets it at 603-435-1105. That's 603-435-1105. You win a two-pack of the Totus Act. Call now. See you tomorrow night, freetalklive.com. Welcome to Living Healthy Naturally, with information and advice on how to improve your health and wellness with natural remedies and nutritional healing. Here's renowned naturopathic doctor and certified nutritionist, Dr. Lindsay Duncan. One of the most common complaints I hear from my clients is having a persistent lack of energy. 
Lacking energy can come from a variety of causes, including not getting proper nutrients from your foods and eating too many processed foods that can fill you with empty calories. These foods do not provide you with the proper fuel for the energy your body needs. An excellent source to this ongoing epidemic is to make sure you consume enough omega fatty acids in your diet to restore that much needed energy. To combat the low energy blues, Genesis Today has created a great tasting juice that contains the wonderful acai berry that will ensure you get the proper amounts of omega fatty acids in your diet. Acai berry juice from Genesis Today tastes fantastic and it takes energy and alertness to new levels. Drink a glass of nutrient-rich acai berry juice in the morning and you'll get a thousand percent of the daily value of vitamin B12 and you will feel energized throughout your entire day. To learn more about living healthy, naturally, and acai berry juice, please visit genesistoday.com. Acai berry juice is available in the refrigerated section next to the OJ at all Walmart, Sam's Club, and Super Target locations.